Welcome to Broomfeast Rise Up, a podcast about <laughs> 20 years of Kahaku fandom. I'm your host, Fen. My pronouns are Faith Hair, and joining me is... Fen, you can't start the podcast like that. Why not? I'm Ben Enns, and my pronouns are she, they. Uh, today we're beginning the final round <laughs> you can't of Hime, the Kahaku route. It's a shorter one, but we're going to have some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, the Kahaku route, otherwise known as the best route in Tsukime, of course. <laughs> we're gonna talk look. about it we are in the same room today oh yeah we probably should have yeah um audio quality is gonna be uh hopefully hopefully still listenable hopefully listenable we're working on it as we adapt to a new recording setup yeah yeah we're in the same room it's weird uh fen is eating chicken fingers i was really hungry <laughs> I took like an hour and a half nap today, because uh-huh. I was so exhausted, and I woke up and was like, hmm, now I need food. We're not really supposed to be talking at each other because of our mics, you know what I mean? But I keep looking over at Fen to see what Fen's face is doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fen's just nice to look at. <laughs> okay, um, this route's a fucking doozy. Uh, this route carries content warnings for sexual assault, gore, violence, references to extreme child abuse, sex scenes with underage characters, careless handling of mental health, incest, misogyny, death, and suicide. Everything you could imagine from every, every other route and more. Uh-huh. Uh, we're gonna have a great time. So, we don't have a guest this time. Uh... will be joining us for our wrap-up episode. Which is new. Guest curse, hopefully. Hopefully they will be back yeah. for that. Uh there's no foreseeable reason why they won't make it, but you know how it goes. If you're one of those people who hates four hour podcasts, but still wants to hear our lovely voices, um, we've decided to change the format a little bit in that we're still gonna do the exhaustive in depth uh read through of um, the entire like, thing, yeah. line by line, because God isn't strong enough to stop me. And then we're going to record separately uh, an episode that is like what usually ends up being, you know, an hour, 45 minutes of the two of us talking about the route as a whole and mm-hmm. takeaways and like expectations for next time. And yeah, we're we going to want- do that as a separate recording now. And also there's going to be a separate episode. We wanted to make it possible for people to guest without having to sit with us for a total of 12 hours. Yeah. No, Peregrine had fun, but yeah. not everyone will. Yeah. I think certainly the last one was the one that made it the most clear that, like, we... That was the end of a seven-hour recording session. Oh, yeah. So I was... It was also late at night for me, mm-hmm. so I was literally falling asleep and editing it. I was like... I had so much to say and just like could not because I'm literally half asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, minor change. But yeah, but I think that that episode is because it's going to be so short. I think that, that episode's going to come out a week after. Yeah, let's see. I, I don't want to bother Jackson too much, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I just don't want. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. It's probably fine. I think anything more than one a week is probably too much to ask but okay 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 wait wait fen Mm -hmm. we made it tsukime we're done with it well Well, sort of we both have to play something uh still but yeah oh fuck we didn't do that yet fen what 
I didn't play that. We're not talking about it yet. I know, but still. <laughs> um, we made it through all of Tsukihime, and we're ready to talk about it, and we're ready to talk about Best Girl Kohaku. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Kohaku's here. Kohaku is... I don't know that she's the best girl. She is for me. Saber. She, she is, is the thing. Is that... Saber isn't in this fucking game, fan. Okay, but Just I've been because playing... because she's out... in Melty Blood doesn't mean she's in Tsukihime. We've, we have been playing a lot of Melty Blood. Oh, fan. Um, and it's fun as hell. I love Melty Blood. I'm terrible at it. I'm also garbage, as Ben can attest to, um... Having won every match that we've played. Like, that's not there true. Are, there are I win individual... slightly more than 50% of the time. I win like 60 to 70% of the time. I win 53% exactly. Part of the thing is that we play like at your noon and at my midnight. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, it's a, it's a fun game. I do feel a little bad that... My main is the one not Melty Blood character That's in the, the game. That's the funniest thing you could possibly do, Fen, is the thing. I just love Saber a lot. I've been playing a lot of Kiha. Kiha's fun. She zips around in that game. She shoots beams. I want to try Hisby. And CL. Cute. CL seems like a projectile character seems fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've also been playing a little bit of Kohaku. She's very annoying. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first, this is my first fighting game. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, like, ever. I have never played a game. I think I played, like, ten minutes of Mortal Kombat 9 or something on Vita. You ever did Um, Smash Bros? You never really did a Smash? No. Wow, okay. Um, this is the, this is literally the first time that I have sat in a training mode trying to Mm -hmm. get, like, combos down and... I did a little bit of Soul Calibers in the past. Uh, but not many of them. And that's uh, most of the um, extent of my fighting game knowledge. And, and a little bit of Smash Bros. But, you know, completely different. Yeah. I think the actual thing is that, yeah, command inputs are not as bad as I was led to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but also executing them in the middle of a combo is hard as hell. Because... I know that I need to get them done before the enemy recovers. Mm-hmm. So I... Anyway. Melty Blood's fun as hell. I have a new chair now. Yeah, it squeaks way less. Way less. I'm probably still going to find ways to make an un- uncomfortable amount of background noise. But, you know, we all have our fun quirks. Okay. Um, I have a chair on the way. I'm so excited to have a chair. Fen's got this horrible little stool. That I just, I've sat on it for a minute. It's like got a like weird rounded bottom. Like it's like kind of like sitting on a yoga ball. If a yoga ball was a stool. And I just don't understand how Fen has lived with it for this long. Um, yeah. I have a very high tolerance for pain. <laughs> and discomfort really is the, in general. Uh-huh. Okay, Fen, should we, should we just stop this and go play Melty Blood? <laughs> sorry everyone uh podcast canceled bi-weekly podcast that we definitely could have recorded ahead of time and like had banked uh is getting delayed for a month as we the two of us just get really good at melty blood uh-huh uh-huh i mean if if you'd ask that seriously i might say yes <laughs> but, 
Okay, okay, okay. I think that this is both the closest to uh, airtime that we're recording this, which is stressing me out a whole bunch. Oh, it's so stressful. The move, and then I had to play the entire Kohaku route after the move, after, like, doing a bunch of stuff, and my computer was, like, delayed by, like, a week. Oh, it was terrible. Um, I just played Kohaku nonstop for, like, three days in a row. And also, the farthest distance from playing to recording, mm-hmm. aside from maybe the first episodes. Yeah. I think Arcweeds, I certainly played over a longer period of time mm-hmm. than any of the other mm-hmm. rounds. Play, playing the whole one route of Tsukihime over the course of a weekend doesn't really sound like that big a deal, but it is important to keep in mind that I do have 30k notes for this route, too. <laughs> 30k words. I am constantly in awe of your ability to... I just write down everything that comes to my head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fen, you want to uh-huh. get started? Okay. First choice of the game. Akiha, he's... Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 Fen. Kahaku's TV, Ben. Fen, you can't just skip ahead like this. I have a whole ritual. We have to go through the whole thing. Okay. Your uh, intro? What do we? Is that the is intro? Is the cutscene at the beginning of the game? There's the opening movie. There's the prologue. Yeah. And then there's day one. I didn't have a ton of uh new things to note about the the opening movie because like I I was like at this point I was like trying to pick out any details that might hint that they were at the Nanya mansion in that cutscene instead of being at the Tono mansion, which is something we know now. But there's not really anything there that hints at that. Uh, There kind of is. Maybe I'm wrong. I didn't replay it at the beginning of this. It's just so vague that it's hard to, like, pin anything down. Because they're also, they're both mansions near woods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's... I'm, I can't believe Shiki went from mansion to mansion. Mansion to mansion to nice house to mansion. <laughs> what a trajectory. I'm, I'm so excited to play the remake. You have it. It's sitting on your shelf. I know. It's beautiful. It's killing I want to touch it. <laughs> um, Yeah, I was just I playing the opening like stuff, just being nostalgic already, being like, oh, I'm going to miss this game so much. We've been playing it for like six months. It is... <laughs> Yeah, it has been six months, basically. Uh, I'm not going to miss only having, like, 15 save slots, though. (laughs) Pain in the ass. I think that in Stay Night, you can create a save for every day and every choice of every route simultaneously. And it's great. That's what I want. Uh, Do you think they're going to call them Fruit Knives in in the fan translation for the remake, too? I hope so. It's a Mirror Moon thing, right? I hope they just keep that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else in the uh, opening stuff? Oh. Oh. One thing I forgot to say up up top is yeah. that after we finish Kihime, probably maybe in the wrap-up episode, depending on how long that one ends up, Ben and I are going to talk through... Or it's going to be a separate episode. Ben and I are going to talk through what all we're playing mm-hmm. and why we're skipping the stuff that we're skipping. And like, here's Amelia. I mean, 
Prism is perfectly accessible, but we're definitely skipping it. Um, uh-huh. Other stuff is less accessible or, you know, only in Japanese. Uh, uh-huh. And we can't read Japanese yet. No, but uh, we are going to... Can oh. you navigate oh. away from that? I just... <laughs> all I'm seeing is uh, Kahaku's walk cycle in Melty Blood, and it's so good. Oh, um, okay. Okay. But then I have a spreadsheet. It yes. has roughly a list of stuff that we're going to play through. Uh-huh. Uh, play through, read, etc., watch, uh, experience. And so we're going to have an episode that mm-hmm. goes through everything that we did, or are going to do. Yeah. Rather. Um, we have no idea so how that, long all of those things will take. Because yeah. Because it's not like, how long will one route of stay night take? Fuck if I know. How long will extra take? Not long enough, given how long it's going to take to play. <laughs> yeah. Extra is going to be, I think, one of the... Hardest? Hard, yeah, hardest in terms of uh, amount of time we have to sink in to get an episode out of. Uh-huh. Uh, Maybe Stella is going to be worse. Because there's even less stories. Pretty, pretty short, though. Okay, that's good. From what I've heard. Fen, something struck me during the prologue bit, though. Yeah? One of our favorite lines from this game. If you tell lies that even you yourself can't believe, you'll only make whoever hears you sad. I can't believe it was the thesis for the Kohaku route the entire time. (laughs) Just staring us in the face. Oh, incredible. What a great coda. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Oh, and also, at the end of the prologue, I noted that Shiki says he never returned to the Tono household after going to the hospital, but he he did. He did once. Yeah. Huh. Just minor quibble. Yeah. Day one. Inversion um, Impulse 1. Yeah. October 21st, Thursday. It's our last day one. I don't have day names written down until day five. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. They're the same as ever for the first front bunch. Cheeky says his farewells to his adoptive mom, Keiko, and heads to school. Cheeky's thinking about Akiha, as he is wont to do in the early route, uh, and it's like... Yeah, she's probably pretty mad at you, but she's going to be madder when you help Kohaku kill her in this room. <laughs> okay, now, choice one of the day. Do we go straight to class, or do we check out that hammering sound? Sorry, CL, for like the fifth time, we're not going to go check out the hammering sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gotta go hang out with Yumizuka for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love Yumizuka. Zero Yumizuka content this route. Well, we got the same Yumizuka content as before. I mean, the zero new Yumizuka content. I sh- I do want to like pin a little ribbon on her chest that that is an award for most improved from initial impression. <laughs> I think she deserves that much. Does does Arcoid get the opposite award, which is like best first impression, yeah, like, worst tale, yeah? I think that I, nothing about what's come after has re- reduced my impression of Arcoid as being one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. It's just that we don't get enough of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is Arcoid, Ben? I haven't seen her in three routes. I look at her face all the time and I go, "Oh, that's Arcoid." Oh, what's that? That's just four great. months. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Arcoid in four months. And do you remember the CL good ending? 
where she just becomes a sex pest that follows Shiki around. Oh, it's, incredible. it's incredible. You can't. I don't know if Arkuid's gonna be my, top of my list of girls in this game anymore, but she's gonna be at the like close to the top. The thing is, yeah. We're going to get to say that when we get there. Uh-huh. I'm just glad that Saber's in all three routes and not just the first one. Yeah. Saber would not be my favorite. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it when we get there. You but loved Saber long before you stay- played Stay Night. I liked Saber. And then I played Stay Night and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh that's my wife. Uh, another bummer, we're not going to get any new Arihiko content. Who's Arihiko, Ben? My... Shiki's boyfriend and best boy. It's been three months since I've seen him. He's so good, Ben. Stop being mean. I'm sorry. I just, like, part of this is the different way that we play this. Is like, I have literally not seen Arahiko's sprite in since, like, mid-Akiha route. Mm-hmm. Who is he? Where Where did he go? He's the best, Ben. You're so cruel. My basically the entire like beginning of this route before we get to any new like choices with new content, I was one thinking about Kohaku's TV, and two thinking about the end of the Hisui route and like reeling from that still because I haven't emotionally processed it. It's a lot. I can't wait until the part of the route where they have that conversation where they like count tally up each other's murders to see if they're virgins or not and Kohaku just has to be like depends on how you count <laughs> uh let's see Yumizuka chats with him he has to go fill out some paperwork for his move he bumps into CL for the fucking only time pretty much we're gonna see her in this room who's she Ben stop doing this to me well CL you can do she doesn't make much of it wow choice two of the day where to eat lunch Go out in the hallway to think. Cafeteria, classroom. We've done all of these, right? Yeah. Let's see. I did cafeteria, met up with CL and Artihiko for, like, the last time. Nothing happens. Choice three for the day. Go to the mansion or stall. Mansion. Just go. We, we got a TV to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still like the long bit with Yumizuka on the way home. She's just very likable, Yumizuka Satsuki is. I, she's so sad. Part of the mistake of playing it the way that I did, which is like kind of skip through mostly until you get to new stuff, Uh huh. was that like I saw that once and haven't seen it since. And I've seen it every it time. It matters always good. way less on this route because oh, there's yeah. way less unique stuff with her. But... Uh-huh. Ooh, ooh, there is an interesting thing with Yumizuka that, that stood out to me. Hmm? When he's talking to her on the way home, one of the things that she says is, I've always wanted to talk with you like this, Tonokun. Which is something that Kohaku says a bunch mm. at different mm-hmm. times. Uh-huh. She, I think she said it once last route, or, uh, when she was pretending to be Hisui, but she says it now too. Or I think she does. Anyway, interesting. Yeah. I just like parallels. Let's see, they part their ways on the hill. Uh, he thinks about Akiha, and then we get choice four for the day. And we get our first new option. Do we think about Akiha? Do we think about the cheerful girl? Or do we think about the girl by the window? It's Kohaku's turn, Ben. Finally. Kohaku. It's Kohaku's turn. She's been waiting so long. Uh-huh. Longer than anyone now. Well, as we know from last round, mm-hmm. she kind of 
fell in love with Shiki because she was playing Hisui. So, Hisui loved Shiki when they were kids. Hmm. And Kahaku, although some of this is just, you know, coming to terms with her own feelings, mm-hmm. only really fell in love with Shiki well, when she was playing at being Kohaku, or Hisui. It's complicated, because the line is, uh, Kohaku wants to be Hisui and love Shiki. So does she love him? Yeah, now she does, I think. But, like, yeah. Hard to say. Depends on what you mean by waiting. Uh-huh. Because it could be, like, ten years for Hisui. She's been waiting for something to happen. Yeah. What's that look for? Mostly Fen, I just meant she's the last root, so she's been waiting longer than anyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. So, thinking about the girl by the window, starts pretty much the same. We get the, the, the grayscale or the sepia Hisui picture, talking about how cute she is. And she's then, very cute, is the, is the thing. Shiki says, but I'm much more concerned about the other girl. And we get the girl at the window sprite, which we know now is Kohaku. Mm-hmm. And Shiki has been, like us, very concerned about her. Uh huh. Ever since those days at the mansion, uh, apparently, it, this whole scene is reframed around him having been like really stressed out about her for a long mm-hmm. time, which is interesting. Most of the memories he has left of the mansion are about being worried about her. Uh huh. Fair. She deserves worry. Uh, this time, last time, he was a little confused as to which girl. Gave him the ribbon, like, uh, whether it was mm. the window girl or the cheerful girl. Mm-hmm. But now he knows for certain that it was the window girl who gave it to him. Westro, you know, confirming his suspicions. Uh-huh. The white ribbon. God, what a different game this would be if the routes happened in sequence or Cheeky, like, carried over memory from Oh, the yeah, route. that would be weird. This is, I would call this route the dramatic irony route. The route that is most aware of itself, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. Kohaku especially is the, like, genre-aware character, uh-huh. I would say. It's really great. I love that shit. With the ending of the Hisui route, it was kind of like, oh, well, Hisui got uh, a little bit of a short stick here. Mm-hmm. But also, it sets this whole next route up as like, oh, we already know what the big thing is. Mm-hmm. So we get to just be like enjoying the dramatic irony of it the entire time and it's really good Mm -hmm. he thinks about the promise that he made to return the white ribbon and shows up at the mansion and he gets greeted the first person to see him at the mansion is always kohaku giving him a big smile Mm -hmm. Hmm. two quick things yes one shiki wonders if hisui was older than him in akiha and that would be wonderful (laughs) two there's a bit where it stars out Hisui's name, mm-hmm. which is a dead giveaway in English because it's five, not six stars. Because mm. Kahaku's, like, in Katakana, each, yeah, or Hiragana, each of them are three. That's very But in funny. English, it's five and six. <laughs> I love stuff like that. It's dumb. I mean, like, we already know. Yeah. You have to have gone through Hisui's route to There's get no here. There's no way to get here, yeah. Um... It's just very funny that it's like, well, okay. <laughs> Shiki, again, immediately assumes that Kohaku is the cheerful girl, not the girl he's looking for. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and she does that thing again. Like, a lot of this is the same. She dodges his question when he asks if she used to play with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets brought before Kiha and Hisui. Hisui's so cute. Hisui is adorable. Hisui's always very cute. Hisui's, yeah, she's perfect. And I always love Akiha dunking on Shiki. Uh, let's see. He gets brought to his room by Hisui. This is all common maid root stuff. Or it's all common stuff. Yeah, wait, did you say that he he is like... Um, he is returning to the mansion explicitly and almost solely because he wants to return the ribbon. That's true. This this route really does frame it as that ribbon was... In the Hisui route, he's like, oh, this ribbon turned out to be important to me. And in this route, he's like, this was like the thing. This is yeah. the most important thing it, in the world to me. It starts with most of the memories I have about the Tono Mansion are only about her. Mm-hmm. And then later it's like, because of that... Yeah. Uh, he's like, okay, I'm returning because of that promise made to only... To the only one who said she would be waiting for me. That's really cute. And like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's just such a different framing from like, oh, I guess I have to, and like, I my sister's gonna be mad at me. Mm-hmm. To like, oh, I'm returning with a purpose. Yeah, totally. They have that awkward dinner, and we get choice five: talk to and... Akiha, stay and talk to Hisui while she makes the bed, or do we go watch some television? I have a meme for this episode. Oh yeah man holding up a vial and it says finally kahaku's tv <laughs> that's beautiful yes remind me about that uh-huh let's go hang out in kahaku's room and watch your tv ben let's oh, but there is something not right about barging into a lady's room demanding to watch her tv <laughs> shameless cheeky shameless he knocks and asks if she's there she like he hears her call like oh wait a second cheerfully and then after a suspiciously long period of time she pokes her head out of a narrow crack in the door like she's hiding something which i uh-huh. really appreciate about her she's perfect uh he asks what's up she's like fucking completely stunned by this uh-huh and he comes up with this like biz- like understandable but like bananas sounding story where he's like i always watch tv after dinner so i'm and i'm like kind of unsettled already so I kind of just want to watch TV for a little bit before I settle down. Uh-huh. And it makes sense, but also, he doesn't know this person. <laughs> he doesn't know this maid. It's so weird to go into a room to watch TV. Mm-hmm. This scene is everything that I could have wished for, Ben. I thought that something else was going to happen here, because I've, I'd seen something else. Uh, uh-huh. But I was very wrong. I still like it, though. Or, yeah, that was... um. Well, yeah, I do have written down here perceiving Kohaku as a joy. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So Kohaku's not really surprised by that because she doesn't really have the capability to tell if something is weird or not anymore. Uh, she a- she asks if he talked to Akiha and Hisui about coming to her room and he's like, oh, no, I didn't say that to anyone. And she's like, oh, good. Now I can let you in because no one can know about this. Uh-huh. And so he comes in. There's a new little background um weird that the Wait. only girl whose room we didn't get to see is Hisui's and yeah Zuka, but she doesn't count she didn't yeah. get a room ben yeah uh i just yeah um you just said it but kaku admits that if shiki had talked to akiha dad <laughs> Hisui, crush <laughs> that she would have to send him away uh-huh. um 
She makes some tea while he, like, finds a seat awkwardly. Her room's kind of messy. And he, he says that it's full of things that don't look very useful. And there's not really a lot of cute well, things. <laughs> real quick, yeah. Um, it might be... It might be thought of as a bit messy for a girl's room. There aren't really many things that you could call cute. And what she does have is a lot of things that don't look very useful. Rather, it has an atmosphere of a room belonging to an orderly, scholarly person. That feels a little contradictory from calling it a messy room. Uh, but, like, saying it's orderly. But I uh -huh. wonder if there's just some, like, translation weirdness there. Like, those words don't sound as different in yeah the original I mean, version. It is certainly... Kaku's kind of a scholarly person. She's definitely doing something. She's definitely working Got on a lot of knowledge about meds. Uh, the TV is half buried under miscellaneous objects, and Shiki's like, oh, she must have been using it right before I knocked. Mm -hmm. uh, she brings some tea and asks what kind of TV he likes. Uh, she's still calling him Shiki-sama at this point. She mm -hmm. hasn't gotten the memo. Uh, Shiki says that he likes to Quote, hear new trends, and I like snob stories. What the fuck's a snob story? I also wrote this down. I couldn't, like, is it a typo? Oh, it sounds like a, like, it sounds to me like... like snuff stories? I don't... Wait. <laughs> Shiki watches snuffers. <laughs> I don't... That wouldn't be the most surprising thing in the world. Um... I assume it's like is it rich gossip, people getting it... like owned. Yeah, <laughs> like I couldn't tell if it was gossip? gossip or like like crime reporting. Is that not what snob stories are? I don't uh, know. Okay, real quick, I'm gonna Google snob story and see if anything comes up. Something will come up. I don't know if it's the what he's talking about. Um. Yeah. No. There's. There's the snob is a is a story, but it's it must be a typo. Uh -huh. I don't think it's a typo. I think that they're just using a very weird way of describing something. Let's see. Okay, snob, a person with exaggerated respect for high social position or wealth, who seeks to associate with social superiors and dislikes people or activities regarded as low class. It's probably just reality TV. Oh right, snob is a yeah. That's a that's a word. Did you forget that snob is a word? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Koaku is like, oh, I kind of figured that you'd be the kind of guy who'd like read after dinner. And he's like, oh no, you just think I'm smart because of my glasses. <laughs> uh, Koaku has this new sprite already. Uh, uh -huh. And it's this like kind of complicated smile is how i would describe it is it complicated it's like kind of it's a smile but it's like almost sad she's got her eyes like like the the send like... it to me real quick i want to look at okay. it again she's like she's definitely happy cheeks kind of oh, blushing wait, wait. that's not the new sprite. Her... we've seen that one before oh have we yeah there's another okay I did not. Smile. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Perfect. Um, we don't get that other sprite for a bit though. I think that sprite happens once before that, but I don't think so. I think it does because I got a lot of stuff on glasses. I I think it's interesting that they should have seen him with glasses once. When he came back to the mansion. Both maids saw him. 
Oh, yeah. So they should know that he has glasses. Huh. Oh, there's also this great line where Shiki says, These glasses are just for show. I guess you could say my eyes are bad, but I think my vision is better than that of most people, which is a very roundabout uh-huh. way to talk about his uh, supernatural eyes. Yeah. It's, I appreciate that. It's not because I studied too much and went nearsighted or anything. Ah, crap. I had an intellectual image. Did I disappoint you? Mm-hmm. Okay, here is where I mention her, like, blushing, putting her hands together as bright. So she definitely does the complicated smile first. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Us quibbling about nothing. That's this entire podcast, Fen. Oh, I love it, Fen. This is food for me. Tell me about uh, the television show now. The news. Okay. We're going to watch the news. Um, I love Kaku's Perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Looks like there's been another one of those serial murders. Kaku-san says to herself while sitting next to me, sounding not the least bit concerned. <laughs> She's perfect. <laughs> God, if I had picked this, like... There's so many moments in the game where you can get a tiny little peek at what Kahaku is like, and I want to say that I would have seen this the twist at the end of the history route coming more, but on the other hand, there are moments that we have seen her, like, remember when Shiki has to corner one of the maids to ask them about in the Akiha route, I think, right? Yeah. And he gets some information about Makihisa. Yeah. And, like, the Tono blood and all that stuff. When it's Hisui, he has to, like, dig through some drawers and, like, find out information himself. When uh-huh. it's Kohaku, she just starts talking about, like, gruesome shit really enthusiastically. The, yeah, there's definitely, there's a Kohaku moment. Kohaku watches grindhouse horror movies. There's a moment a little bit before this where it struck me that, like, Kohaku hasn't been careless with her words. Mm-hmm. She, everything she's said is mm-hmm. to get Shiki to, to do or remember things. Uh-huh. And like, right, yeah, because she comes off as just kind certainly of like through through like most of Hisui's route comes uh-huh. off as like goofy and like a little bit absent-minded. Yeah, and like oh, whoops, ha ha ha! I said a thing that I shouldn't have. Hisui's now mad at me. Oh, no, what am I gonna do? Um, but yeah, it's been all planned, like yeah. to the moment. It's I don't fascinating. Yeah, she's yeah. gonna fuck up a lot more in this route because everything's gonna come unraveled. It's gonna be great. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, Kahaku's perfect. The We get a fascinating tidbit that I don't know if it's true on other routes, yeah. that the serial killing started in a, in another town nearby. He says something about, I thought it was in another town before, but un- unless you pick this option, I don't think that's ever really confirmed. No, right, no. I guess this is, this is route agnostic. Yeah. So it is true of every route mm-hmm. that the serial killing started in a nearby town and... and quote unquote spread to this town Mm -hmm. this whole conversation between the two of them is a little difficult to follow i think it's all a little bit like blurry okay actually real quick there is some stuff here that is like oh uh he attacks young girls like only Mm -hmm. making it yeah all of this stuff feels like it is specific to kahaku's route Mm -hmm. because it's the like Oh yeah, I I don't think that I do not believe, based on what we know, mm-hmm. that only like sixteen year old girls who kind of look like a kiha are the only ones who can't become the dead. Yeah. Um. I mean, we've seen uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've seen a an older dude 
who yeah. was dad in both of the far uh, near side routes. Yeah, and well, no, I mean like are the only ones who can't become because mm-hmm. those are the the quote unquote victims oh, are the dead bodies. Yeah, because he's still eating. Well, that's right. the thing. Oh, Roa yeah. is eating way more people than uppercase Sheiky is. Yeah, it's- so that's the thing is like this feels unique to at least the far side routes, which have a very different vibe. Roa slash Sheiky. Uh huh. Because the only victims so far are like Akiha looking people Akiha looking girls um which is definitely not true of roa's mm-hmm. like mo um also yeah you're right i literally wrote down it's impossible to follow who's who in this conversation uh-huh. yeah it's it's a little hard to follow but like they they like argue about whether or not the serial killer has goal or motive or not or if it's just like completely random killings and Kohaku is like cheerfully talking about how apparently there is no motive and the killer just strikes at random and that's why they're so hard to track. And she's saying all this with a smile and it's very funny. She absolutely know. knows that's not true. <laughs> uh-huh. Shiki's a little unnerved by her complete lack of concern and mm-hmm. is like, well, aren't you worried that you could become a victim? She's like, I'm not stupid enough to go outside at night. <laughs> <sighs> And that's the end of the Kohaku's TV scene. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for well, it for so long. It's not quite the end. What? Um, uh, Kohaku says, at, like seeing him off, I'd like to escort you back to your room, but Hisui Chan is waiting there, so I'll have to say goodbye here. Mm-hmm. Poor Hisui. Poor uh, Kohaku. Uh huh. Hisui had her route, and it was complicated. And now we're here. Hisui never got a route. Hisui's route is just. She gets. Uh, she gets two happy endings. Yeah. Everyone else gets one happy ending at most. <laughs> no, CLZ got two happy endings, too. Yeah. Home. Of course, the two most boring girls in Tsukihime both get double happy endings. <sighs> the thing is that Hisui didn't get a route leading up to that happy ending. Uh-huh. At least CL got that. <laughs> uh-huh. So... We get the same scene of Hisui making the bed, but without the uh-huh. without the Hisui making the bed part. Sorry. Uh, we get the scene of, uh, you know, Shiki being like, oh, bedroom. That's weird. This doesn't uh-huh. feel familiar. Yeah, yeah. And we get, like, the curfew talk and all the yeah. normal, like, mansion exposition. Oh. This is our last of wooing for this game. Scratch chaos behind the ears. Kill- no chaos in Melty Blood either. Yeah, not in Lumina, no. Huh. I'm I'm real excited to get to original Melty Blood, especially now that I have like experience with a fighting game. Original um, Melty Blood is like famous for its huge roster, if I'm not mistaken. Is that well yeah, doubly so because each character is three characters. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm <laughs> no walkies for chaos. Choice six for the day. Do we go on to the near side or the far side routes? We're going to stay on the far side. The no walkies for chaos. I think that if you have a if I think it's an option that you have to flick on, which is allow skipping of already seen scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was like, OK, cool. Scene I haven't seen before means that we're on Kahaku's route because uh-huh. Hisui and Kahaku get slightly different um like 
after sleeping scenes or sleeping Isui scenes and uh, Aki Akiha. Each of them. Uh-huh. Each each of the three far side routes has a unique scene here. Well, sort of, because we actually get basically the exact same thing that happens in the Akiha route, which is interesting. He hears a burglar. He thinks unique in that. There are there is some text that is different. I, well, I, I know. I'm just but, saying. Yeah. The interesting bit is we're what is it about being in the same room that make us makes us way more semantic than normal? It's also hot as hell. I'm boiling. Is it hot? I've got a blanket on. I'm boiling, Ben. Fascinating. I think you're right next to two windows and I'm stuck in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um Uh he hears the, uh, someone in the house. He thinks there's a burglar. Yeah, he goes out, here. he looks over the balcony, and uh, he sees a very spooky-eyed uh, Akiha coming back in. Yeah. With a dreamy Presumably from look. chasing off chaos. You think that's what she was doing? Because that is her look at, of, like, exhaustion after she uses her powers. Is that? I think so. That, she... was, that was my read of, like... That, I always thought it was the, um, I might give in to my powers look. Not necessarily, I just used... I don't think she can use any powers on her own. She needs Kahaku. She needs Kahaku to, like, to make her as powerful as she is when fighting other Shiki. I'm not convinced she fought Chaos. I'm pretty sure that she drove off Chaos. I think he's too strong for her. She needed Kohaku to be powerful enough to fight Uppercase Shiki, who would die in three seconds if he saw Chaos. I don't... Hmm. I don't know that she needed Kohaku. She uh-huh. brought Kohaku along. No, she needed Kohaku. She can't, she can't shoot beams in any moment unless Kohaku is there. Cause, I think... Because she has to give into her blood, and she can't yeah. come back without Kohaku. You've played Melty Blood. Yeah, that's... She can shoot beams... Enough. <laughs> anyway this is semantic she definitely is whether or not she actually like drove off chaos or he didn't care to see what was going on uh the important thing is she looks spooky okay yeah i was completely wrong this scene is my assumption is that this is an identical scene to a Kiha. like i i was like at the beginning of the scene, I was like, damn, I wish I had the energy to, like, go back and view the different versions of the scene, because I wonder what's different. And then at the end, I was like, you know, I'm going to do exactly that. So mm-hmm. this is the scene where he has a dream about getting on Hisui's route. He has a dream about um, getting the ribbon and, and like, you know, coming home and mm-hmm. playing. And... But he doesn't need that dream this time, because he already remembers the ribbon, just yeah. like we do. Yeah. Uh, and Akiha's is basically identical, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. Uh, my thoughts keep returning over and over to Kiha's hollowed-eyed figure in the lobby and how something seemed wrong. Uh-huh. Interesting. Interesting uh-huh. that this is what we're seeing at the beginning of this room. Yeah. Also at the beginning of Kiha's. Yeah. But did hit different at that point. Hit different. Well, hit similarly, where we were like, mm, what's up with her? But now we know. Uh-huh. And so it's like, oh. Why are they showing us this again? It is interesting for me, at least, for it to be um like yeah he is uh interested in akiha's non-humanness mm-hmm. which is like on akiha's route it was much more like what's up with akiha and now it's like hmm 
How <laughs> soon is Shiki gonna realize that Akiha's not you. human? Well, that's all we got for day one. How long was that? Oh fuck, we're an hour in? How are we an hour in? Maybe it took a while to set up and... Day two, inversion impulse two? <laughs> October 22nd, Friday? We're right. I don't, I don't know why we're raising oh, my voice. I had completely forgotten that I had your notes right in front of me, which do in fact have the day title, and was going off of memory. Oh, I, was I see. That's absolutely, why I knew it was day two, because you just said we finished day one, mm -hmm. and was pretty sure it was inversion impulse two, but... <laughs> um. Shiki wakes up to Hisui's voice. He still apparently had that dream. We just didn't get to see it because he remembers the big blue sky and all that stuff. Hisui's perfect. Hisui is perfect. She's so cute then. Uh, Shiki's like, oh yeah, the ribbon. It belongs to Hisui. Idiot. Mm -hmm. Idiot. Uh, Absolute dumbass. Yeah, he like mentions it to her. She's like, I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> we get choice one for the day. He's gone down to the sitting room. Do we say hi to Akiha? Do we say hi to Kohaku? Or do we say hi to both? Oh, say hi to Kohaku. I never did this before. It's a great scene. It's so good. It's perfect. He says good morning to Kohaku. She's cheerful. She asks if he slept okay. He's like, oh, I'm doing fine. I used to live here and you're always here to watch over me. So I'll be fine. And Kohaku said, what does Kohaku say? Oh, you're quite good at, the, at this, Shiki-san. <laughs> eh? No, I'm just saying what I think. Wh what is it I'm good at? Uh, Kahaku-san just looks at me smiling. Somehow, I feel embarrassed when she looks directly at me, so I shift my gaze to the side. It's such a funny bit to me, because like every other girl, Shiki will just like uh, like flirt with them, obviously and openly, without as a character realizing it, and they won't really get it either, but they'll fall deeply in love, and Kohaku's just like, I know exactly what you're doing, you little fucker. <laughs> and he's stunned. She's so she's genre aware. She knows exactly what's happening here. It's so good that Shiki has no idea uh -huh. what's going on right now. <sighs> Yeah, he's a little uh, scared of the face that she's making. <laughs> uh -huh. And so he turns to Akiha and she's glaring at him and he's scared of that face too. Uh, he finally says good morning to Akiha and she's like, oh no, it's okay. Go back to ignoring me, fucker. <laughs> uh, hey, Kohaku tells the, yeah. the thing is, is that grumpy Akiha is incredible. He's the best Akiha. <laughs> Kohaku tells her not to tease him too much, uh, that she doesn't have enough time before uh, go before he has to go to school, and Akiha's like, sounds like his problem to me. Uh, she's great. She doesn't have much time before she needs to go to school. Uh-huh. Uh, she yells at him some more, then leaves, and then there's breakfast, and then uh, Kohaku brings him his knife. Really interesting that Kohaku is the one who gives him that knife, huh? And also makes sure that he opens that box and sees what it is. Oh... Huh. Was that actually a gift from Makihisa? Based on things that we know from other routes, I don't think so. It kind of seems like she might have just pulled it out of the safe and given it to him. Yeah. Because we know that she has... We know that Makihisa doesn't want Shiki to know, to who, know who he is or... 
or even more so to like give into his blood because uh-huh. he's worried about other shiki getting tainted so like zero percent chance that he would give shiki a knife that says not here that says none of you on it there's also the bit where she doesn't she originally is like oh maki's a she originally said that it was sent to him it from, was from his belongings and then he's like i don't know what this is and she's like then she's like oh makihisa left it to you in your will in his will yeah she like adds that detail later to get but him to take also it. it's a gift from the arimas yeah it comes yeah. from the arimas or is what him, she says yeah like it was sent to the arimas and then sent here i don't know okay i yeah. think she's just trying saying things to get him to take the knife yeah he's still a knife pervert He's still a knife pervert. I'm so glad that her uh, melting uh-huh. um, <laughs> final smash has her like clutching a sword and blushing. Nisui's <gasps> perfect. But... I'm so glad that that little tiny like one line detail about Hisui is apparently canon. Uh huh. Hisui just has a thing for knives. Good knives. Uh, Hisui sees him off. He says he'll be back early. He goes to school. There's no Yumizuka. Choice two for the day. Do we ask about Yumizuka or do we sit silently? I didn't ask about Yumizuka. I don't even remember what I said. Uh, lunchtime. To be fair, I went through this choice like four times trying to get a bad ending or something Uh, like that. And I kept like screwing up and choosing the wrong choice later on. So mm -hmm. I don't, I don't remember which one I chose. Yeah. We talked about both of them already. Uh, we get that fun line where Arikiko tells him not to get wrapped up in other people's problems <laughs> before lunch. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to eat. CL comes by and tells him to eat. Uh, do we eat or not eat? No food for no. bad shikis. No. No food for shiki, Dayo. <laughs> <laughs> no food for shiki, Dayo. Uh, he goes to the nurse's office and sleeps for the rest of the day and heads home. Damn. He sweet greets him. That could be me. <laughs> you already took a nap today. Need more sleep. <laughs> Uh, then we get the bit where Hisui is, like, trying really hard to be a good maid and also really wants to carry his bag, and he's like, no, 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 you're not getting to carry my bag, and just let her carry the bag, man. Just let her carry the bag. Give her the ball. Yeah. Throw it for her. Uh-huh. Uh, Cheeky's hanging out in his room, and we get choice four for the day. Go, go, uh, help Hisui with work. Go help Kohaku Sorry, ben. with work. What? I believe that the choices are perceive Hisui, assist Kohaku, or stay in his room. Yes, that's, that's it. Those are three choices. Broom fees rise up. Broom fees rise up. <laughs> Post. Do not share. <laughs> uh, okay. That honestly, that might have to be the meme for this first episode. Just the post, do not. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess that's not. We didn't make. We didn't that. make it, but also, but it is very good. Perfect. Um. Um. Let me perceive Kahaku, Shiki, but also help her out. Shiki gets hyped out of his mind to go help he, uh, Kohaku sweep the cor- courtyard. I did write Broomfees rise up in my notes at this point. I also wrote Broomfees rise up. <laughs> I think this is also the moment where I came up with that intro. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, this this is, has to be this episode. Is You're so good, man. What? Uh, Kohaku's on the back patio with a broom and welcomes him home. Uh, she mentions that they have a gardener who comes by every now yeah. and then. Yeah. But she sweeps up all the fallen leaves and stuff between gardener visits. Yeah. 
Uh, Konoshiki comments that she looks like she's enjoying herself with the broom. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, this, this, um, I had to write down, hey, Kahaku, you, uh, want to talk about anything? <laughs> yeah, Shiki's like, you're really something, Kahaku-san. I'd complain if I had to sweep this whole garden. Oh, no, it isn't like that at all. This is my duty, so I have to do it to put food on the table. This is why I must push back my tears and sweep this garden. <laughs> uh, Kahaku-san laughs and gives a carefree smile. She certainly is cheerful. It's so funny. Every scene with her so far at this point is just like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh-huh. Do a little eyebrow thing. She knows we know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it just gets better in this. Uh -huh. She says that she has to do some things in the back garden, which turns out to be growing flowers. Nice. Huh. You know, at this point I was like, oh yeah, she does have some very specific flowers, doesn't she? Yeah. Huh. And then she he asks what kind of flowers, and then she says immediately, morning glories. She has lots of flowers, but mostly so morning glories. I went on a journey with this, with the next, like, three sentences. Uh-huh. Because I was like, oh, morning glories. I wonder what those symbolize in, like, you know, anime in general. Uh, also, just media in general. You know, flower uh -huh. language is a thing. You know, mm -hmm. which flowers you give your girlfriend or whatever and also like you know okay what does what does kahaku growing morning glory say about her uh-huh which is like to be fair uh let's see brief googling led me to the fleeting nature of love life and love and also maybe innocence hmm. are like I don't, yeah interesting yeah that's kind of the thesis of this game more so than just her uh -huh. but uh then the literally the next uh, sentence oh right um i think they also have like uh relaxing effects mm -hmm. um and then the next sentence she says that they're korean morning glories specifically korean morning which glories. is not and not she... a thing in english like uh -huh. we call them she says they're their like scientific name mm -hmm. also i think but she also calls them crazy eggplant or datura yeah, Datura is the the family mm -hmm. the species. I don't Something remember like which, that. but anyway. I love um, this mo where she like she says the name of the flower and then laughs, and Shiki's like, "Why is she laugh? Why is that funny?" Uh huh. Anyway, um, yeah. So I think that she uses Korean morning glories is like a Japanese uh huh um term for them. I think I think that I've heard Jimson weed before. Mm -hmm. Devil snare also. There's a whole like list of kind of rarely used words for them that i guess they're just not super um they originated in the americas though she says uh she gives us a whole history lesson on this she says that the world's first general anesthetic was made out of the these flowers uh-huh they also uh, it's called like, susensan irl have uh psychoactive effects yes she just, also says that bit here which uh -huh. is so funny She's, if you drink it by accident, it will cause dangerous hallucinations, so please be careful, Shiki-san. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. Uh -huh. It's not a, like, oh, yes. They, it probably there's... doesn't work quite the way that it works in Tsuki. I definitely read a thing that was like, don't listen. <laughs> I don't know if it's a mind control flower. No, no, no. Because she but says like... she can just tell, whisper in your ear and you'll do whatever she says. Yeah. When you're, when you're yeah. uh, high on them. 
No. That part but, uh, is... It's a little exaggerated, but it's funny how close this is. Yeah. And how much she tells him. I, I, it's just so fun. Uh, she says that she also wanted to grow cactuses and other cute things, but Akiha apparently draws the line after hallucinogenic poison flowers. Akiha is mean. <laughs> Let Kahaku grow cacti. Her, Kohaku's first choice was a hallucinogenic cactus. <laughs> <laughs> but Akiha wouldn't let it, so she had to pick a flower. Uh, I love this next part. It's so good. Kohaku admits that she's bad at cleaning. She just comes out and is like, oh yeah, I, I do outdoor stuff and also the finances because I, I break things. I don't know why, but I always seem to break something. I seem to break or rip the most valuable thing in the room. Well, but I don't do it on purpose, right? It's the thought that counts. So that I think that they should overlook it if I mess up 10 or 20 times. <laughs> Which is such a different read from Hisui saying, Oh, like, we, we gave her, like, 20 <laughs> tries and she kept breaking stuff. And uh -huh. so we kind of had to just send her outside and I feel bad about it. It's like Kahaku going... Listen, I am going to destroy this household, but I, I am trying to clean it. Therefore, you should let me. It's also just so, like, it feels even more the way she says it this time that she's, like, actually breaking things on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, it comes through as, like, I don't I don't even know if she's breaking things on purpose. Uh -huh. I think it is Maybe a mix of purpose, like but clumsiness and uh like unconsciously the fact that she targets the most valuable thing yeah. in the room. Yeah. Um but it yeah, it's, it's very funny. Yeah. I just love how demanding she is. Uh-huh. Of like she's like no. Let I me should be shit. able to clean. <laughs> so yeah, she balances the finances and cooks and all that stuff interesting that she's got her fingers in the money mm -hmm. uh shiki smells gap moe and not danger and he asks if she's clumsy <laughs> and uh, she starts complaining about the other girls picking on uh her he says she's too slow at cleaning and akiha says that she's not careful <laughs> so she's both slow and destructive is very funny to me mm -hmm. uh let's see shiki asks for another broom he wants to help. And Kohaku's clock stops and she just kind of freezes oh. in place. Oh. What? I, yeah. And then she's like, well, okay, listen. If I gave you a broom, if mm -hmm. a Kiha saw you doing stuff out here, she would be very mad at you. Mm -hmm. Or me. She would be very mad at me for two reasons. Uh-huh. And one of them is obviously Shiki is not a maid, mm -hmm. therefore should not be cleaning. I did not grok what the other reason was she until right reasons. now. Yeah. I didn't notice that either. Yeah. I, I like wrote it down because I was like, okay, one of them is obviously you're not acting right, Shiki, and I'm going to take that out on Kahaku because she's the one who gave you the broom. Mm -hmm. What the hell is the other reason? I'm, I know it now. <laughs> yeah, Kohaku knows too. Kohaku always knows when someone likes Shiki and when Shiki likes someone. Yeah, I didn't so she, figure that out until, like, rereading uh -huh. my notes literally right now and going, oh, it's because, yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice it either, but it's also, like, a thing that's fairly obvious at this point, right? Just because she always does this. She always knows who has a crush on him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can cut that if you want, but I don't think it's a big spoiler is all I'm saying. Yeah. But, like, she always has, like, a puppy love crush on Shiki, right? Yeah. Akiha is always, like, bullying him because she wants him to pay attention to her. 
And that's what uh, Kohaku's picking up on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it gets ob- it, the, the bit that makes it a little more obvious is that she comments that he doesn't really understand a kiha. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's like... Because he doesn't know that a kiha's in love with her. With him. Oh, I wish Akiha was in love with Kohaku. Damn. Uh-huh. So, Shiki doesn't quite get what's going on, but it agrees not to push harder. She says that she's very happy that he offered. And then she's like, you know what? What if we go to the backyard where Akiha <laughs> wants to be us and you help me anyway? Stealth sweeping. Stealth sweeping. She gives him her bamboo broom and tells him to sneak over while she gets another one. And she dashes off. And he's, uh, he like relishes how much of a mischievous kid she looks like right now. Mm-hmm. Especially after like hanging out with a Kiha and Hisui, the most like stiff people in the entire galaxy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I really wanted to see more of this scene, but it was well, getting a little long. It, it cuts off when yeah. she goes to get the other broom. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is great sign for what's coming up in this route just kohaku constantly teasing the player about the stuff that we know Mm -hmm. uh there's dinner kohaku calls him over to mention a certain uh blood soaked uh girl that we love who came by for a visit she's perfect he shiki goes running around the city looking for yumizuka uh we get choice five on his way home look in the spooky alley or run away i presume it's still a bad end if you run away so Same bad end. Yes. Uh, so we gotta go look in this spooky alley. It's interesting, Yumizuka is definitely the furthest thing from Kohaku's plan that we get in this route. Yeah. She did not account for Yumizuka at all. She could, like, really fuck things up. Could she? Hmm? If she killed Shiki. I think then, yeah. Was- Kohaku doesn't want Shiki to die. No. I just mean... She does kill him once, but... Wasn't her plan to get... Uh, other Shiki and a Kiha to kill each other? Or was it to get Shiki to kill a Kiha? I think she'd be satisfied with either. I just mean, like, I think that she has... It's fine if Shiki dies. Like, obviously not for her. She doesn't but... want him to die. No. Mm-hmm. I just mean, I think that her plan still works. Yeah, that's fair. We get the Yumizuka stuff. It's so funny how horny Shiki is for uh, Yumizuka when she's being a murderer. Uh, Shiki makes it back to the mansion. He's intercepted by Kohaku before he can get to bed, but brushes her off. Uh, is there this thin a line between terror and lust is still a great line. It's perfect. And then, uh, Hisui comes in with medicine. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) once again, that is not Hisui. Oh, wild. What? I didn't replay this scene, so I didn't notice, but you have written down that Hisui only uses Nesan every for single Kahaku. Time. And in this scene, she refers to Kahaku as her sister, or my sister. Uh which is fascinating. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Hisui gives him the medicine, gives him the creepy hollowed eye smile eye smile, and he passes out and has a terrible dream for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, he gets that dream of Yumizuka murdering as Roa and Shiki watch and like I think I could do it better. Yeah. <laughs> are horny (sighs) and that's the end of day two day three 
Inversion Impulse 3. October 23rd, Saturday. 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 Saturdays made for dads and dads. <laughs> Saturdays are made for dads and dads, dads are. Cool. <laughs> uh, Shiki is not daddy. Shiki is not daddy theory. Bro is the someone. <laughs> uh, I guess who of the two, Roa or uppercase Shiki? Roa. I yeah. might take Roa. It sucks, but I might have to take Roa. <sighs> oh, God. He's so horny, though. Even uppercase Shiki isn't as horny as Roa is. Uppercase Shiki's only horny for one person. <laughs> and it's weird. And it's really weird. Um, okay. So... Roa take HRT. <laughs> Get less horny. <laughs> Trans girl icon. <laughs> He's already the gender fluid icon. Uh-huh. Um, uh, all right. Hisui is panicking, and I love her. Hisui's so cute. Hisui's so good. She's got those little hands for worrying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shiki's kind of in a weird state. His chest hurts. He goes downstairs. Akia's doting on him. Everyone likes Shiki. Everyone. Kick his ass. Well, girls like Shiki. Girls love Shiki, and so does Adihiko. Women love Arkweed. <laughs> Girls like Shiki, women love Arcoon. He gets to the gate, he tells Hisui he'll be home late today. We don't see anything of school. And then he goes out vampire girlfriend hunting. Oh, Ben. He doesn't find anything, he comes home, and uh, Hisui comes in to tell him about that phone call. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna wait at the park. He lies to her, she's like... I know you're lying to me. Please don't go outside. This sounds horrible. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. And slams the door in her face. You can't deal with her puppy dog eyes. Can't. Uh, we get choice one of the day as Yumizuka confronts him and asks if he likes her or not. I picked can't answer this time. Yeah. Um, And her response is just perfect. I still like uh, at what happens if you say you like her the most. I think like her is the best one. Which is unfortunate that it's the first one that I picked. But yeah. um, uh, when you say can't answer, she responds, I thought so. You never even knew I existed. So you couldn't have fallen in love with me. Mm -hmm. Which is, that rules. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's very good. Uh, I love the blood drunk Yumizuka CG. It's one of my favorite in the whole game, I think. Arcoid don't read. Uh, Yumizuka sprawled on the ground, dripping blood dripping down her lips. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Arcoid, do not interact. Listen, oh. if Arcoid uh, was sprawled on the ground, blood dripping down her lips, I would absolutely interact with her. I will interact with her either way, but she'd be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, she's great. I just, it's nice when the girl is a monster. Uh-huh. <laughs> not... Arcoid is a joy, but not for being a monster. She's a joy because... She can be. End of CL route. She can be, but... She had a little bit. It was a really good bit, though. It was really good. It wasn't nearly enough. No, no. Not enough food for us. Let's see. Okay. She did hear a rumor. Someone else started a rumor that Shiki was the one going out at night. Huh. Yeah, she says that she has a line saying that she heard a rumor that he was walking around the shopping district at night. There is a thing where... 
they say that uppercase Shiki and Shiki look similar. Yeah. They, like, keep hinting at that, which I don't think that they do. No. Especially since Shiki's always wearing his school uniform. Uh Uh-huh. And they have, like, uppercase Shiki has white hair. Yeah. And red eyes. Very different. He's got black hair. But, uh... Other Shiki honestly has a way cooler look. (laughs) Than, uh, than our Shiki? Than our Shiki. That's fair. Our Shiki wishes that he looked like uppercase Shiki. Let's see... Uh, Yumizuka has like a bunch of great lines about what a murderer he is and how horny for death he is. Uh, he, she, uh, has bit him. He kills the blood inside her again, or inside of him, her blood. Cool. Great bit. Amazing bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, they, they clash. It's, it's the same short clash from Hisui's root because it's common made stuff. Mm-hmm. She dies in, in, uh, his arms, and he's like, I'm different from you, Yumizuka, with absolutely no enthusiasm behind it. Spoilers. I guess not really, because he's not different from her. <laughs> he's so horny for death. Uh-huh. He makes it back to the mansion, and, uh, Fen, who's there to, who's there to catch him on his he's way like, back in? He's like Roa, trying to be a priest. Or, like, a monk. Or, like, you know... Bro, like, like, no, I do not. I, I am not horny. I promise I'm not horny. Never will I horny be. <laughs> anyway, uh, Akiha's there. Yeah, Akiha greets him at the mansion. This is, again, like, this scene starts ex- identical to uh-huh. Akiha's. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be different. It is different. Oh, it's different. So, Akiha starts to scold him, but then realizes how badly he was injured by Yumizuka's mm-hmm. claws. He tries to brush her off, but she's like, "No, no, 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 no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna treat you." Mm-hmm. Um, I noted, I, yeah, it's just interesting how much Akiha is coming up. Yeah, it's. I I was like at this point I was like, well, she is the main object of Kohaku's revenge scheme at this point. Like yeah. Kohaku could kill uppercase Shiki at any time. It feels like. Yeah. Maybe not, because he's a vampire, but it seems like she has him, like, in the palm of her hand. Yeah. And, well, on the other hand, um, Akiha is the the problem of this route for her. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that we're seeing more Akiha again. I, yeah. I will talk about this more when, in the wrap-up, mm-hmm. but this, this, like, so much of this route is, like, I think you could play either arcoid or cl first mm-hmm. and like it would cl kind of rushes through some of arcoid's reveals mm-hmm. um this route absolutely like spoils the coolest stuff in akiha's route yeah it's weird in a way that is like oh you you should play them in the order that we have played them akiha's route because... would be such a disappointment after this route yeah listen this route's not we're gonna. Di- I love gonna to disagree about how good this route is. So soured it on, soured me on it a lot. What'd you say? The ending soured me on it a lot. Interesting. We'll talk about it when we get there. But. So, let's see. Akiha agrees to stop asking questions as long as he'll like sit there and let her treat him. Uh, there's a there's a good bit about like him knitting a new uniform. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. We haven't really gotten that much. Does CL just have, like, 17 copies of her uniform? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. She she walked into the school store or whatever and was like, give me as many as you can bring me. 
Shiki thinks that he's glad that it was a Kiha take care of him instead of one of the maids, which I, I was like, mm. wait a minute, am I on a, back on a Kiha's route somehow? Did I fuck something up? <laughs> and then it's very different from a Kiha's route. Oh, yeah. He's sweet to her, and then she stammers, and then she's trying to find something else to talk about, and then discovers a certain uh, bleeding dark kiss mark from Yumizuka on his neck. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, she knows he's been bit by a vampire. No, that's not quite what no. her problem is. She notices that it's still bleeding. Uh-huh. That there's fresh blood coming from uh, dripping down his neck. And uh, she starts to dig her fingers into his shoulder while murmuring something about needing to stop the bleeding. Uh-huh. Um. Uh-huh. And then... <laughs> Akiha is licking the blood dribbling down my neck, but it really isn't anything to be alarmed over. It's just like what you would do as a kid to stop bleeding, but it feels so sweet. I can't say anything. Akiha must think the same way as she just, for no reason, brushes her teeth against my wound. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm just kind of going for it, huh? I, I just, I wrote down, like, just so we're all clear, Akiha told Shiki that she's a vampire. Uh-huh. He was just too out of it to like process that fact wait when did she i mean like like she is being so obvious oh, oh i see wanting to suck his blood uh-huh. and she is currently sucking his blood and like nipping at the wound licking, licking. very different <laughs> um <laughs> i wrote down this isn't the girl i wanted a horny blood drink- drinking scene with but uh <laughs> A sound comes from the lobby, and Akiha jumps back, freaked out and, like, bright red. Not her hair, but just the rest of her. <laughs> and then she runs away. And he's like, well, that was just normal kid stuff, wasn't it? So it's not a big deal, and she shouldn't have run away. What? I I get... I know, we've talked about this, this is like a thing in Japan, licking, kids licking each other's wounds. But, like, yeah. neck wounds? <laughs> also, she's, like, 16. Yeah. Also, it was weirdly horny. <laughs> really just... Yeah. She sounded drunk. <laughs> uh-huh. On that. Uh-huh. So, whoever made the noise to disrupt them, we don't find out who that was. No one comes in. So Shiki just goes back to his room. I wonder who was spying on Shiki and interrupted that scene. Hmm. Uh, he does notice... He did does notice the bleeding is stopped on his wound. And that's the end of the day. Kaku gave me some real... What's her name? Um, Mary? Is that the one who's so horny for Katarina and is going to stop her fiancé at all? Mary, yeah. From uh, Villainess. Uh-huh. My next life like, is nope, a Villainess. Nope, I'm not, not going to let you realize that a key house into you, Shiki. The thing, mine. With, the thing with Kohaku is that she isn't interested in pursuing Shiki. But she might stop Akiha from getting him. Kaku's interested in Shiki. She's interested pursuing him, no. Oh. She, yeah, she's not gonna make moves on Shiki. She absolutely is going to. She's gonna drop, like, she's going to all but say, hey, I was that girl in the window, please give me back my ribbon so that we can smooch. But she doesn't ever cross the bridge, right? She doesn't make any, she, like, presents him with information and is like, yeah, yeah. She's never, that's the thing. I've always said, Kohaku seems to have no interest in Shiki, and it's because she won't make any moves towards him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
Day 4, Cradle Garden. October 24th, Sunday. Uh, Cradle Garden's a great day name. It's up yeah. there for past. It's not the best, but it's up there. It's up there. I guess we're gonna, yeah. We're gonna have a lot of rankings at the end of this game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Routes, girls, day times. It's party day. Oh, it's party oh, day, it's gonna Bianca. be party day. This is by far my favorite party. Mm-hmm. I think. Of the three. Hisui's is cute. Uh-huh. Akiha's is fine. I like Akiha's, but like... I remember compared, Akiha's. It's because not a lot happens, right? Yeah. I was delighted by it at the time because oh, yeah. it was like new. It was, it was like, incredible oh at the time. They're doing what? Ooh. Um... And then, like, he's... Here at Type uh, at Fate Moon Archive, we do not condone underage drinking. But it is sick as hell, though. <laughs> Don't... But also, as... Yeah. Did we talk about this on a recording last time? That, like, at when I was 17, I went to a prom after party. Yeah, I think we and did. it was Bad. a miserable experience. Like, just don't... I am fine with, like, yeah, like, get your parents to, like, you can, if you're 17, you can have a beer with dinner, that's fine, or, like, a glass of wine, or, you know. I have never had any alcohol, except for one time I did take a sip of the church wine during the ceremony. <laughs> like, I was supposed to. Uh-huh. I never did it after that. I always pretended to drink the wine. I don't drink anymore, but... It's the blood of Christ, man. <laughs> I wouldn't drink the blood of Christ any day <laughs> i refuse to after that <laughs> day four day four we're not even at the party yet. i'm already talking about kids drinking okay but we need to get to the party ben uh-huh nothing else of consequence happens today i did i wondered for a minute are there any dead apostles who are just chill and just hang out ever you think it's probably They're just all bored as hell it's probably like Yumizuka and Melty Blood is the one is what I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's gonna be there. She's just gonna hang out. I know she's, she's in Melty Blood. Is she in Type Lumina? No. She's not in Type Lumina. She should be though. God. I bet you they're gonna do a bunch of DLC or something like that. They have to. And just add a bunch of characters. Honestly, the biggest disappointment of Type Lumina is that none of the announcer packs are available on Xbox. Yeah, like, weird. They have store pages. They're just not out But yet. they're just, like, they're not... Yeah, it just says, like, not available or, like, enter code. Mm-hmm. And, like... Weird. It would be nice to have Saber as a round announcement. Of course you'd go for Saber. Listen! Uh, she's very cute. And what's... she sounds like she's eating bread when she says French bread. <laughs> that is very funny. That part's very funny. Uh, Hisui comes in to greet him. He praises her. Uh... Where's he's be more TBH? She deserves it. Not we aren't going to though, because this is basically the end of the common maid root stuff. I know. She says that he, uh Kiha found out about his late night jaunt. We know. Uh-huh. Uh Shiki declares for the final time for uh this game that all the weird shit's over and we don't have to worry about anything anymore. The serial killer is dead. Yeah, uh-huh. Everything's fine from here on out. Uh, Akiha scolds him for sleeping in, uh, yells at him for being out late. Uh, We get the exchange where Hisui refuses to wake him up earlier because she's too soft and sweet. Hisui's perfect, Um, 
Um, Kohaku uh, is trying to get Shiki to relax because this is his home now, and it kind of devolves into her teasing Akiha about being mean to him. And it's just, this whole bit is so fun for me because it's just like there's this looming sword of Damocles hanging <laughs> over Akiha's head the whole time. Uh-huh. And Akiha so clearly trusts Kohaku more than anybody in the world. And it's just so horrible. Uh, Kohaku says something about the, the vampire murders. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she, just she knows mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's party day and you know what we don't get a choice we don't get a choice to turn down the party we're on Kohaku's route mm-hmm. how could we turn down the party I mean both in that there's an essential scene mm-hmm. uh, for her route that happens but also like she's the one who suggests it I feel like I feel like it should give you a choice, and mm-hmm. if you say no, it's a bad end. You're on Heesby's rap. Oh, that's interesting. Kaku just gives up on Shiki. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no more. We do get choice one of the day after it's agreed that mm-hmm. the party's gonna happen. Do we go help Kohaku or do we go help Heesby? Kind of a. We should go help Kohaku. This seems a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, it's not. It's, we already kind of got it. Yeah, it's a little different. It's a little it's different. A tiny, like the beginning is a little different, and then it's just the scene like after you go to help Kahaku and shell the shrimp. And... That apron definitely, literally says "quiet, unsociable person" on it. Uh huh. There's no other way to read that. Yeah. Peregrine said something, something like, "I, I, I want it to be that, but I think yeah. it's probably." The other I don't thing. think that there's another. Yeah, it's got to be Hisui's apron. Oh, I wish that when she cooked in the last route, we got to see her wearing it. Hisui makes food crimes. <laughs> she does, because she has a bad sense of taste. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, I just love the... I don't know whose tastes this is a reflection of, but she hands me an apron that uh-huh. says quiet, unsociable person on it. Kohaku says that she was gonna. She was thinking about coming to get him, to, to get him to help cook, which is a reference oh. to the Hisui scene when... Yeah. She does go get him, and we get the scene anyway. Steals him from <laughs> Hisui. I'm guessing they must have just been like the end. The Koha- the end of the Hisui route is just too much of like a, a twist without some kind of setup, and yeah. this, so the scene is essential for it. Yeah. Uh, he gets right. wistful about the cheerful girl and starts telling childhood stories uh, about wh- who he believes to be Kohaku. Uh huh. Uh huh. <sighs> we were we were yeah we were just in this spacious mansion and all we knew was the continuous fun of every day we played around so much we forgot about all the things that bothered us before or maybe maybe in order to forget about the bothersome past we tried to pass our days with as much fun as possible <laughs> good yeah uh we also get her talking about uh, Hisui's cooking ability. Hisui-chan's sense of taste is a little strange, so even when she makes things that she thinks are delicious for Akiha-sama or I, it tastes really strange. Uh, yeah. Oh, wife city. Wife, 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 wife. Me pointing at Hisui. Wife, 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 wife. Um, yeah, she says that everyone has faults, and he wonders if that's Hisui's fault, what's Kohaku's fault? Ah, uh, I wonder. <laughs> Uh, she did already tell you that she's bad at cleaning. That's true. That's true. She's got more faults than that, though. You could have missed that scene, though. I think you'd see one or the other. Hmm. Shiki would already know that she's bad. Yeah. But... 
uh, let's see. Kohaku's like half playing along with his reminiscing about uh, hanging out with her when they were kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, wish- wishful thinking. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um. And he says something about the ribbon to her, and it's just the worst. This whole thing is the worst. The first time I went through this, like he's talking about the ribbon to the wrong person. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is really, this is making me cringe. This is bad. Oh, I'm like stressed out about it. And now I'm just like, oh no, Shiki, this is heartbreaking. Yeah, Shiki says like, uh, but I did treat Hisui poorly. That girl who was always in the corner of my heart. In the end, I was never able to have a true conversation with that girl by the window. That girl, she was always watching us from the window. Always it struck me. That lonely face looking down. I always thought it would be great if she could come and play. But still, before I left the mansion, she gave me that one parting gift. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Kaku's just like, yeah, ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. I really wish that you'd gone to spend time with Hisui. I always thought if Hisui-chan was happy, it wouldn't matter what happened to me. And then immediately she cuts her finger. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Shiki responds with, Oh, Kahaku-san, you really are a good older sister. I'm feeling happy, so I give an answer like that, then, ah. Uh, all of a sudden, with a short sound, Kahaku-san lifts her hand. I can see she cut her finger with the kitchen knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a good sprite. Yeah, we get the, like, creepy thing talking about uh, her talking about how she doesn't feel any pain because it's not her finger. Uh-huh. He, this is a little different. He said, in response to that, he says, well, I'm sure if you think of it that way, it won't hurt as much, but you can't get rid of it all. Pain. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he doesn't say it out loud, but, but, and I, because I know that because I wrote down that if he said it out loud, there's a 40% chance that Kahaku just shatters right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fent. It's party, party time. Party, party, don't, don't do that. That's going to show weird. Fen's stomping for a little feet. Party, party, That's party. not the volume I was talking about. <laughs> it was the slamming. Um, we do not condone underage drinking here at Fate Moon Archive. I, I condone, <laughs> like, responsible drinking. Fen, the podcast lawyers are going to come after us. I don't, podcast I don't condone, like, over drinking in any situation. These four, four, four. They all need a drink. <laughs> yeah. Also, they're doing it relatively responsibly. Uh-huh. You know, at home in a mm-hmm. in a place where Hisui gets hammered after two sips of wine. Uh, oh, perfect. The setup is the same as ever. When uh, we cut to a bit later in the party, but not real, not super late. It's like sunset. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this happened, but it looked like the Tonoshiki welcome party has turned into just a drinking party. <laughs> Akiha's pounding back whiskeys as if she's drinking water, and Kohaku is sitting next to her refilling her glass uh-huh. while slowly uh, drinking. Hisui is sitting on the couch, still dizzy from her first sip. Sorry, on the other hand, yeah. Uh, Hisui is holding the glass she used during the toast and gazing vacantly. Whenever I look away from Hisui, the glass becomes a little more empty. She seems to be enjoying herself, too. It's so cute. Akiha and Kohaku are having some kind of, like, very boring conversation that Shiki doesn't, like, have any in into. Uh, but he says it's, like... It says he that, says that he's just drinking water. Mm-hmm. This narration reads like he's already drunk. Well, he had a glass. And then he switched to water, yep. so oh, he's a little so. buzzed. Oh, uh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, 
I wrote down Akiha is against my better judgment. Really cute. <laughs> oh. Uh, Shiki is mostly eating snacks at this point, and Akiha notices that he's avoiding the alcohol and gets all pouty. Uh-huh. So, this made me write down. Uh, I had been rewatching Ava as, <laughs> like, around playing this. Yeah. And so, Akiha turns into Masato theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. She does turn into a little bit more of a mess as time goes on. Uh-huh. Uh, we uh, yeah. don't watch End of Ava. We, we are it's going to watch End of Ava. We have to. I am going to do it with or without you and Heather oh, at some we point. Gotta, no, you have to wait. You don't want to watch it twice, and you're going to have to watch it twice. If I would I would watch it twice, because it's killing me that... You've already seen it. Yeah, I need to rewatch it, and then... You want to watch the rebuild movies. I yeah. Know. Uh, Shiki says that he's not used to drinking, so he can't match her pace, and he's like, go drink with Kohaku if you want to get drunk. But Kohaku's gone. Uh-huh. She disappeared. Uh, yeah, he th- he's like, oh, she must be getting more alcohol. Akiha slurs a little slightly and says that she's not this- at all drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, oh, she's just picking on me now because there's no one else for her to pick on mm-hmm. to talk to. He knew. Oh, uh, Akiha wants to pour him a drink. Which yeah. Which is cute. Uh, Tono, do you have any alcohol preferences? Too bad, here's whiskey, Akiha. <laughs> she literally asks, like, hey, do you have any preferences? Mm, okay, here's a glass of whiskey. Uh-huh. She's very good. He asks again if she's drunk, and she's like, you're gonna be dead drunk long before I will. Uh, she orders him to drink, <laughs> but she's got wobbly finger. <laughs> um... Oh yeah, yeah. He like passed the sofa, so she sits next to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, 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 a little alarm bell rang for me at this point. What do you mean? Just the two of them getting close. That's fine. They're just vibing. Yeah, they're vibing all right. What? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, he does have a glass of wine before she starts pouring him alcohol. Because mm-hmm. he still had the re- the rest of his wine, so he's like oh, sipping the wine. Okay. Because he starts drinking again because he's nervous about how close she is. Mm-hmm. Um. And then she starts pouring him whiskeys into his glass into his wine glass, which sounds gross. Uh. I mean, as long as the wine's gone, well, it's gonna have lingering wine. Taste. Yeah. No, it's a bad. She promises to water the whiskey down. He's like, please water it down a lot. Yeah. We get an she, interesting... She drops a single ice cube in there and is like, all right, drink up. <laughs> drink up, babe. Uh, last route, he admitted that he hangs out with Arihiko while Arihiko is drinking. Mm-hmm. This route, he admits that he drinks with Arihiko. Yeah, but like one. Arihiko's like a like a seven beer guy. Uh-huh. And Shiki's like, I, okay, I had one. I'm done. I'm just glad the two of them are having fun. Yeah. He <laughs> drains the whole wine glass of whiskey in one long uh, gulp. Not uh-huh. gulp. I guess it's like one long, unbroken sip. I feel like he just It was slow, though. She made fun of him for how slow he drank it. It took okay. him a while to get through it. How much whiskey was in that glass? She gave him a passing grade, minus points for not going faster. <laughs> Uh, let's see, he, like, makes some horny comments about how her throat is so white, and she looks really mature when she drinks, and mm. she drains another whiskey, 
Take a shot every time we say a Kiha drinks a whiskey in this scene. Please don't. <laughs> um, should take a sip of water every time. I was about to say, yeah, please, please drink water every time we say a Kiha drinks another whiskey. Uh, Shiki picks up his glass. She fills uh it up and waters it down less this time. He notices. He tries to drink as fast as her, but <laughs> it's too much. He crumples onto the sofa, all dizzy. I, I feel like Akiha is doing this wrong. What like, do you mean? presumably they're rich enough uh-huh. to have like nice whiskey. Yeah, you don't. You shouldn't just be. I, I get it. I get the like. Akiha just wants to get drunk. Well, not even because she can't really. She wants both of them to get drunk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like enjoy it. No. <laughs> She can drink three bottles of whiskey without it affecting her more than a little. Tasty. She can afford she can afford as much good whiskey as she wants and then just keep draining it. Because she's rich. I, yeah. I'm just jealous. I, I would love, I would love, like, something that tasted like alcohol mm-hmm. that doesn't actually have alcohol in it and, mm. like, has the bite of alcohol, mm-hmm. which I realize that I'm just asking for alcohol. I just don't want I just don't want to drink. Let's see. Akiha frets because he's uh, a little dizzy. He's like, no, 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 I'm fine. This is I feel good, actually. Don't beat yourself up. I just need a minute. She drinks more. <laughs> oh, right. I wrote down, take a drink of water every time we say X person takes a drink in the scene and you'll probably have en- ended up drinking too much water. <laughs> um, Shiki is when he recovers is in a good mood he pops up he asks for more but he's like I'm gonna go a little slower that was a little too much for me time passes Hisui is curled up on the couch asleep oh she's perfect Kohaku never came back yeah weird wonder where she is it's just the two of them now mm-hmm. and uh Shiki's well Hisui's still there oh she's sleeping though she, she's there's barely... nothing on earth that's gonna get her up she's barely more aware or less aware than she was like 20 minutes ago when she was still awake <laughs> um <laughs> you're right she wasn't really there at that part either uh Shiki's about as drunk as he was at the end of the Hisui party which is pretty pretty drunk for him yeah I mean like he's not very drunk yeah but like yeah, a little... He might fall asleep on a carpet, you know what I mean? He'd fall asleep on a couch. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'd fall asleep on, like, a, a floor. Yeah. This man does not know how to exist. <laughs> uh, he insists that he has to stay awake and, like, upright until Kohaku comes back to keep Akiha company. Uh, and then Akiha says that he's been very kind to her today, and that he's very cold normally. Well, he is. Oh, Nissan, you don't understand yourself very well. You are a very kind person, but at the same time, you are very cold. Because you make no distinction between people. You don't have anyone that you like the most, no matter if you hate them or like them. Nissan, you like and forgive everyone. But that is very cruel to the people who want to be closest to you. For you, everyone is the same. Me, Kohaku, Hisui, we're all the same for you. That isn't kindness. Like an old dog that doesn't know that knows its time of death is near, you simply don't want to leave anything behind. You were like that back then, but now, how do you say it? You seem very dangerous, and that makes me uneasy. What a great speech! Huh. Uh, yeah, her glass is empty. She doesn't fill it, and with her quiet and her quiet voice echoes in the air. 
Mm-hmm. It was the end of yeah, and then um, hey, I just I just thought that you were maybe inconsiderate and very lonely. I was just thinking something stupid like that. There isn't anyone you hold dearest in your heart. Maybe you lost that person a long time ago. Back then, I thought that if you just liked me, that it would be fine. At least there wasn't anyone you liked the most, so that was good enough. But now it is. Mm-hmm. You read uh, the you've already lost the people, the person you care about the most, is a couple different ways. He lost like everyone that he cared about, his yeah. entire family, multiple uh-huh. times. But also, he lost Kohaku in this route. Well, and he lost, like, he, in many ways, lost the two years that he spent. He lost himself. The, yeah. He lost every, all of his yeah. memories, pretty yeah. much. It is interesting, Shiki in this route is most, has the highest starting affection for the girl whose route it is, it feels like. Uh-huh. Every other route, he's like, oh, I wonder what that girl's up to. And this route, he's like, I clearly have, like, some kind of thing for this girl. Uh-huh. Like, she has quite literally kept me going. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Akiha basically, like, stops just short of confessing that she's in love with him. Yeah, yeah. Which is fascinating. That, that end bit is, like, her being like, so I thought it was fine if we were just gonna be mm-hmm. siblings, and now I'm maybe not so sure about that. <laughs> and then Kohaku bursts into the room with more food. Uh-huh. She's been cooking. So she's got more food, she's got more alcohol. Akiha swallows that last thought and asks Shiki to keep drinking with her because she doesn't want to stop. And he's like, I can't. I'm so far over the limit of how much I could drink. And Kohaku's like, Akiha, you're pushing him too much. Uh, Kohaku says that Akiha doesn't get drunk no matter how much she drinks. And then if he keeps going to make her happy, he's just going to be drinking straight through to dawn. Mm-hmm. And Akiha's like, you make me sound like an alcoholic <laughs> while pouring more, a lot more whiskey for herself. Uh, um, yeah, there's like, they use the word drunk a lot here to like mean two different things. Basically, Akiha's I mean, drunk, but she's not like black drunk in drunk. English to mean a, a variety of states. Yes, but it, you wouldn't necessarily do it in the same sentence. You wouldn't be say you wouldn't say she's drunk, but she's not drunk. Well, I guess oh. you could, but it's a little confusing, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. He is using his uh, medical condition to get out of having to drink anymore, but Akiha's clearly disappointed that him being nice to her is over. Mm-hmm. Kohaku is going to pour drinks for Akiha, uh, and says that she at least Shiki's still keeping you company. Time passes again. Hisui woke up. Whoa. Yeah. She, he had a nice conversation about nothing with her. Uh, and then Akiha gets his attention again, this time to ask if he's going to go away again. Hmm. Hmm. This scene is so much longer than either of the other ones. It's so long. And we're like halfway done, mm-hmm. maybe? It's. I guess this scene is almost done, yeah. but like this party night is still going. Just starting. He says that he's go- he's planning to stay for now, uh, and then thinks to himself that he still has to finish school and make sure that Akiha can take care of herself and mansion and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he leaves this implication that he's going to leave someday. Mm-hmm. People in Tsukihime being worried about the future. What? There's a future? I yeah, I feel like we talked about this on Hisui's route a little bit about like oh no, someone talked about the future. I think that arc 
arcs route does mm-hmm. a decent amount of mm-hmm. being worried about the future. Mm-hmm. It's just that the two Shiki doesn't really think about his future. Yeah, I mean, like in that route, it's because he's trying not to. Yeah. Um, I think that just that CLs and and mm-hmm. the Kihas don't really deal with it that much. It's like both of those are way more yeah. about the past. No one makes concrete plans. Yeah, is a thing um, yeah. until it's like an ending. Yeah. Akiha downs another glass of whiskey and says that this is his house. He should live here no matter what happens. Uh, and she asks why he always makes her so uneasy. And she says that she'll be happy as long as he stays here. And is about to say something else. Uh, and Shiki gets distracted because he's turned on by drunk Akiha. Mm. Horny is here in Tsukihime once again. And it's weird, folks. Uh, Shiki's starting to get worried that something is about to happen between the two of them. And then, uh, like clockwork, Kohaku pours Akiha more alcohol, even. Hmm. Akiha says that she thinks she's drunk, and Shiki's like, what? And then she says something strange about how she just got started, and then falls asleep instantly. It's really funny. Mm Mm-hmm. Kohaku says she hasn't seen her this drunk in years. Which confirms my kind of grim theory that Akiha's been an alcoholic yeah, for a while. That's rough. Years. We talked about it last episode. She's not that old. Maybe the maybe Akiha's route. Mm-hmm. But like like there's a very different. It feels very different for like oh, these this sixteen year old is like drinking a little at a at a party. For, drinking too much at a party. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like. It's different than this 16-year-old has a drinking problem. Well, and it's different from this 11-year-old <laughs> is drinking. Uh-huh. Yeah. How Just, how uh, long has it been since she found out about Kohaku and got Kohaku released from Makihisa's room? Like, I wouldn't be surprised six, if the drinking started years? around there. I think it's been six years. Yeah. No, I think, I think Kohaku spent four more years in, the, in that room. Okay, so four. So four years. So since she was 12. Uh, <laughs> I bet that Akiha's tolerance is partly because of her inhuman blood. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Wild <laughs> metabolism on that girl. Uh, Kohaku says it's probably... Oh, yeah, yeah. Kohaku says that after she drinks and drinks and drinks, and it only affects Akiha like, up to a certain point. She gets buzzed. Mm-hmm. And then once she hits a certain threshold, she immediately falls asleep. <laughs> And then she says it's probably best this way because Akiha would like rampage if she was like really actually drunk. Uh-huh. Uh she's fallen asleep on Shiki, Akiha has, and he's like, Oh, she's so pretty. Hey Ben. What? He's who's perfect. <laughs> she uh kind of looking jealously at Akiha's like, She's gonna catch cold if she sleeps down here. I'm gonna take her away. Uh-huh. And I should be the one sleeping on you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hisui hoists her up. <laughs> Strong Hisui theory lives. Oh. And she walks off with uh, Kiha. And now it's just him and Kohaku. Mm-hmm. Kohaku's like, guess the party's over. Hisui knows that we're on Kohaku's right. Uh-huh. Uh, Kohaku says that she'll clean up. He should just go to bed. He's like, okay. But then decides to go to the courtyard to clear his head a little bit, get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. He's like, I went a little too hard tonight. Uh, and he says he'll probably have nightmares from the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's just happy Akiha had fun. Yeah, he starts thinking about... 
Yeah, he has this like weird monologue where he's thinking about the mansion and about Makisa being gone and thinking about how the mansion is in decline. And I wonder if that means that like he thinks that the oh, like, yeah. the era of an empty, weak atmosphere, a soundless scenery of stagnation, the small fragment of memory about a garden. There is no one there, no father to yell at us. No one to tie us down and lock us away, or even that person that co- curses Tonoshiki. A long time ago, it all wore away, declining into something worthless. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I, I guess it's like, Shiki knows that the whole, like, noble family thing is kind of just like, it's always like a farce. Mm-hmm. And without Makihisa around, it's all kind of falling apart. A little mm-hmm. bit. Like, the bo- the boundaries between things are crumpling. Mm-hmm. Declined makes it sound like it's a bad thing. Like, the fact that it's in decline. Yeah. But I don't think it... I don't think Cheeky necessarily thinks that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. He falls asleep for a minute, uh, and Kohaku comes out and wakes him up. And she gives him her complicated shrug smile <sighs> thing. Maybe that's a genuine smile. Who knows? Uh-huh. She's perfect. Uh-huh. Both the maids. Honestly, just ideal. They're so good. Uh, Kohaku muses that maybe it wouldn't have been would have been better if he just hadn't drunk. She was a little worried about him. She's standing really far away from him, and she says that she forced him to overdo it without any regard for his health. And Shiki's kind of taken aback by how somber she is all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. She's like, "This isn't like you." And she still looks apologetic. And he looks off to the forest. And he says he had fun. Kiha was happy, and she's overthinking it all. They have a moment of silence, two of them. And then, suddenly, like a rabbit poking its head out of a bush, Kohaku-san comes into view. And we get a new Kohaku CG. Yeah, we get this, like... Yeah, yeah. Standing against the trees, like, she looks like like she's slightly smiling. uh Uh-huh. The sun, or the moonlight is kind of, like, falling on her face. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, she looks like, like very very melancholy yeah uh uh-huh i wonder why she says that she came up to him because to check to see if he'd fallen asleep again because he got really quiet this is where uh she says the long like with her usual smile kahaku-san looks longingly at the fallen leaves in the forest this is an incredible cg he says that he's trying to cool off before going to bed and she's and that she can just go and she's like i'm i need to cool off too and decides to stay and he gives her like a really nice thank you for today and she says that it's not something he should thank her for he says that it's the first time he's felt like part of the family and kohaku says family softly with a question uh-huh. mark and yeah. tilts her head to the side um shiki said like i have i had fun and felt like part of the family kohaku F- family Tilting her head to side, she asks in a soft voice. For a brief instant, it looked like Kaku-san removed her usual mask, but she returns to her usual self. <laughs> Kaku's like, what What are you talking what about? What family? Uh, she says but, that he can... Oh, well, yeah, I think then she continues, but Shiki-san, as long as you stay at the mansion, you won't ever have a family you are dreaming about. All your relatives shun you, and your only ally is Akiha-sama. That means that your life here will be very painful. What she says is correct. Eight years ago, I was treated badly enough to get me out of this house, so it's natural that they still think badly of me. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he says, he goes on to say, like, Akiha's been putting up with all of this for eight years without me. I'm the older brother. I can handle this, too. And she says that Akiha's lucky to have such a good big brother. And he's like, well, you know, I'm not really that good. She calls him out for not thinking of himself and says that he's also suffered. He was sent away. Uh, then when he was finally getting used to this nice, normal family... He was taken away again, all on the whims of the Tono family. Uh-huh. And Shiki thinks about Keiko for the first time in this entire fucking game. Mm-hmm. He thinks about how sad Keiko's smile looked when he left that last time, and how he's, like, left part of himself with the Adimas. Mm-hmm. He, she asks him if he's never really considered how cruel all of this is, and he says it's not something he should think about. And then he starts to ask why she's saying these things, but uh, stumbles over his words. Uh, oh, it's two. There's two CGs, or the CG is altered. It's, she has a, yeah, a like, like less sad expression the first time. Yeah, yeah. She has like a like a slight smile the first time, and then when we come back, she's not at all pretending to be happy. She looks very somber and like kind of heartbroken. Mm-hmm. You know it too. You would have been happier staying with the Audima family. And Shiki thinks that she looks like she might be about to cry. Why? Why did you come back to the mansion now when there's only unhappiness waiting for you here? Yeah. God, what a good... Uh-huh. Uh, this scene rules, I cry, as it kills me. <laughs> <laughs> he says that she's being mean to... Saying such things as being mean. And she, like, suddenly snaps back, too. Smiles, apologizes. She's like, I'm just a little drunk, too. Don't worry about it. And her smile is so sweet that he, like, almost forgets how serious she was. And, like, kind of... <laughs> that's Kohaku's move. Mm-hmm. He, like, smiles so nicely that you forget that she was just being weird. Mm-hmm. He says that he returned to this house for a few reasons. He doesn't want to bar- burden the Adimas anymore. He wants to take care of Akiha. Uh, Koaku is satisfied by this, but he says that there's another important reason. And she's like, ooh, ooh is this a big secret? And he says that he borrowed something when he left and came to return it. And then he, in his head, he's like, I'm sad Hisui doesn't remember the ribbon. And I'm, I, in my mind, I'm over here like, give her the fucking ribbon, you dumbass. Uh-huh. I thought, I think I said this last route, or last uh-huh. episodes, um, I thought that this was the deadline uh-huh. for giving her the ribbon, because she's like, oh, yeah, if, if, if you'd given me the ribbon, I would have stopped everything. Uh-huh. Doesn't mm-hmm. do it, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, so he doesn't do it. He, he like, ki- he tells her. That it's because of that promise is the real reason why he came back. And we get a new sprite of Kohaku frowning slightly with her brows knit. And she's just kind of stunned. And he gets up and goes to bed. Mm-hmm. He thinks about the ribbon promise while he's in bed. Thinking about how... Uh, he thinks about how the Tonos told him he could never come back. And how alone he was. And how much the girl from the window's words meant to him. And how... And tries not to be hurt about Hisui forgetting, which is very funny. Uh-huh. And then he falls asleep. And then he wakes up. Oh, he's really thirsty all of a sudden, isn't he? Hot. Oh, his throat's really hot, his body is burning, and he says something I, I very feel, weird. I feel the dirty presence of someone else in my room burning. I decide to leave my room. Uh-huh. Perfectly and... normal. Yeah, we get a flash of backgrounds, and it seems like uh, Shiki has decided to hit the town tonight. 
some great yeah fun fun formatting stuff yeah here it seems like in this moment it seems like this is shiki's real ass body yeah not just seeing things through shiki's eyes Uh uh-huh because he left his room went outside and like went through the whole thing usually we just cut straight from his room to downtown yeah which Uh is interesting it's past midnight the boss fight music is playing we get weird horny poetry uh his heart is beating double and then we get a really interesting line now time to fulfill her wish yeah who's she friend i wonder who who do we know is a girl who has a wish yumizuka yumizuka's dead yeah you could... who do we know who's still alive and has a wish i mean hisui that's kohaku kohaku it's kohaku oh of course it's kohaku we're, we're hearing shiki uh, He's working for her. Oh. <laughs> You're so funny. I didn't realize this. So there is a uh, cut, and Shiki is standing before the corpses of three strangers, counting them with blood-soaked hands. There's like a very, very silly uh, spaghetti <laughs> metaphor. Both of my hands seem painted red. Of course, there isn't any paint anywhere around me. The only thing here is the flayed spaghetti, with meat sauce, of course, of three dead bodies. This is not the best prose Natsu has ever written. On the ground is my knife, engraved with Nanatsu Yoru. Uh Uh-huh. That's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting that his real-ass knife is here. Huh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I was like, I doubt this is actually Shiki doing actual murders. He... He does say, now that I'm done, I should head back to the mansion. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. We don't see him. He, we, an important thing is we never see him stab someone. It cuts. Yeah. And then he finds his knife on the ground. This is definitely Shiki, though. Uh-huh. Do you think so? I'm a little unsure. One, given that, like, he wakes up the next morning. I don't think he killed anyone is important. I don't think he killed these people. I think this is a setup to make him think that he's a killer. Hmm. If Kohaku did anything to him, uh, and actually... Okay. The dirty presence of someone else in my room, and then going out of the town, sounds like uppercase Shiki spying on regular Shiki and then leaving. Right? Yeah. So that feels like... That explains that to me. But also, we get Shiki out on the town... With the knife. That part's weird. Yeah. I don't think he killed anyone. I think this is a, a I think you, most right, elaborate uh, plan to yeah. get him killed. Yeah. Or to get him to become a killer. Yeah. Yet. Which is interesting. Where were we? <laughs> we're processing this night out. Me and Fen just took a break because we realized that we're basically unintelligible and we needed a minute to process what happens. Shiki had a weird feeling in his bedroom. He ended up in the city. There are three dead people in front of him. His knife is there. Whether or not he killed them, we don't know. Someone comes into the alley. It's a stranger. They clash knives. Mm -hmm. This must be uppercase Shiki. The only other vampire active in the city right now. Well, we don't know what chaos is up to. But not here. Not using a knife. Oh, right. This night is wild. This night is wild. 
So um, who killed these people is an interesting question. Because I doubt it was Arashiki. I think my reading that, yeah, there's stuff later on, or rather like lack of stuff later on. This that never makes comes me think up it again. wasn't Shiki, yeah. but also I'm pretty sure, at least the first time that I read this, I was pretty sure it was Shiki. Yeah, because it seemed very like Shiki. Yeah. So my theory is there's two killers. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely true that our Shiki is out on and about on the town. My theory is that uppercase Shiki killed these three people and spread their bits about. <laughs> Through Kohaku's mindfuckery, our Shiki ends up in that alley, believing that he is the killer, but not having killed them. He never, we never see him stab the, the knife, right? Mm-hmm. Uppercase Shiki was out possibly killing another person, comes back, sees our Shiki, flashes knives, and then in that moment of bloodlust realizes that they are both killers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's possible. That seems like the most likely thing, because Kohaku certainly didn't kill anybody with her bare hands. Yeah. And I doubt our Shiki has committed three murders and it's never really commented on. No one else is out here killing people like this. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Shiki, but Our Shiki? Our Shiki. Yeah, it's like possible for him, but the fact that it's never really dealt with makes me think it's just not him. But yeah. It would be such uh, a wild thing to be canon and then never have come up. I, I just like the, the, yeah, that's surprising. Our voices overlap in the darkness. We both put away our knives at the same time. I didn't expect to see my kind here after coming back. It's my first time seeing a killer. He laughs as he says this. A pure laugh without any bad intentions. It's like the laugh of a boxer that has that finally cut weight and steps into the ring to face his greatest right, lifetime rival. Probably I have the same smile on my face. It's like, mm-hmm. if Shiki is ever going to kill someone, it is as he is here mm-hmm. in his most, like, I am a killer. Yeah. And that's fine. And, like, it's fun. It's fun to compete. It's fun to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. talk. It's interesting. Because, like, he's not horny, right? No. He's not horny for the blood of these people. Which makes me think that he's in, like, Nania murderer mode, right? Yeah. But he, but Nanaya Shiki would not kill strange humans. He would take a swing at whatever monster comes down the hallway, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, yes, you're right that it is Nanaya Shiki, but also the, the eyes of death perception are really the thing that sets him apart from mm-hmm. the Nanaya. Like, I think, yeah, those are what. Those are what brings him so close to death and mm-hmm. like what makes it what makes it possible for like there are multiple bad ends where, where he, he just becomes, becomes a killer. It seems like he's influenced by Roa and Shiki in those endings where he starts killing strange humans, right? Yeah. Well, or not yeah, even influenced, but uh, like he is copying the killer. Yeah. Nah, this it doesn't feel like he's been through enough with uppercase shiki to have become a killer of humans but also this but it seems like she uh, in, in this route certainly mm-hmm. this isn't uppercase shiki's mo to kill strangers he he kills like one person enough uh-huh. it's not a like oh the, and then there was a bloodbath i guess but no he's one also ever listening to kohaku alley but it's always the same alley 
I think that I think that this is a Kohaku plan. I think Kohaku set this up. I think she had uppercase she could kill these people. Why does it need to be three people though? Like I three people right. is so weird. I I I I want this to be Shiki. You want you want our Shiki. Yeah, I need, I need someone to be awful in this route. Well, we'll see. I mean, if Kohaku has set up the mur- the death of three people as part of a fucking play that she's putting on, that's pretty awful. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we're not totally clear what's happening here, but the important thing is that I think. Yeah, the pros for this entire, like, from here on, is very dreamlike, Dreamy, I'd say. yeah. Uh, the important thing, though, is that they go and hang out in front of the vending machine together, and Shiki uh-huh. buys uh, the murderer a drink. Uh-huh. A coffee. So I didn't know, yeah, I didn't immediately realize that the other person was uppercase Shiki, because... Uh-huh. I, I, I wondered for a bit if there was zero ability to read things. <laughs> um, but I wondered are... if this was another person for a bit, but I'm pretty sure it's. Yeah, well, especially uh, the like. Quickly, I was like, this is. Clashing knives and then like both putting. Like, yeah, it is a very dreamlike the way in which mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we tried to kill each other. Now let's let's just go talk shop for a while. Yeah. In front of the vending machine. Uh-huh. I was so mad at this point. I was like, I cannot believe that we get a fucking long bros night out. Not with Arihiko, but with fucking Roa. Uh-huh. <laughs> this uh-huh. feels like a get-together of bad boys kicked out of society, says one of them. This I is... think that was uppercase Shiki. They're about to fucking watch the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to watch Fight Club together. Um, let's see. Uh... There's some great lines in here. They must be awfully suicidal, wanting to drink something that tastes like poison. The coffee. Um, Yeah. Coffee is great. Listen. Um, And also, yeah, Arshiki, I think it's Arshiki thinking, um, uh, we both tried to kill each other, so even if one of us died, we'd still be even. Uh Uh-huh. A lot of echoes of CL in that, like... Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her entire thing is, as long as we're both trying to kill each other, it's fine. They reveal each other's... their powers to each other. Shiki talks about his mystic eyes of death perception, confirming that Shiki's here. And uppercase Shiki talks about his immortal body, which is evidence Real quick, Ben. Uppercase Shiki. They also say, like... Yeah, this was where I was like, wait, hold on. We get some power level forum discussions. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, so this has to be a dream, right? There's no way that our Shiki and other Shiki are just hanging out talking. This As is it turns out, real. Yeah. Um, also, uh, there's a point where uh, I think it's Shiki thinks uh, the most pointless thing was probably our special powers, which <laughs> is fascinating. <laughs> Right, right, they're talking about meaningless things, and he's like, it's the most meaningless of all is to talk about our cool powers that we have, which is very funny. Um, we, Yeah, yeah, we get this power level discussion, where uppercase Shiki asks if he could kill the five senses. Uh-huh. Our Shiki's like, no, I couldn't. Not, I can't kill things that are that vague. And uppercase Shiki's like, no, I think you could. I think you could kill emotion if you felt like it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Shiki could kill the the global concept of emotion. Maybe he could, though. I think so. Like, I don't... Theoretically, Mystic Eyes 
could kill the concept of emotion. Like the human I don't know that a human brain could level up powerful enough uh-huh. to get to the point where uh-huh. he could do that. Could Mace Windu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Shiki is like, huh, well, maybe I was wrong to like try and think about my eyes logically because they're yeah. magic. He's like, okay, uh, using logic to understand them is a mistake from the start. Th- then can I kill that too? That apparition that I saw once in my childhood. That haunting thing called Crimson Red Vermilion. Weird. What is that? Fascinating. Why do you say I... red three times? Uh-huh. Um... I thought it was Makihisa. Oh. I was like, that must be Makihisa. I thought that... Um, I don't remember why. I thought that this might have been... Like... Rereading it, it's it's very clear that it is Arshiki, but mm-hmm. it read as other Shiki mm-hmm. talking about something, and I couldn't remember who I thought, who or what I thought that was. But uh huh, um, yeah, that's you it was something else. But yeah, I was like, it's got to be if Shiki's thinking about something terrifying and red from his past. It's gotta be Makihisa killing his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's also, he also is like, if I started trying to do things like that, I probably wouldn't last that long. Uh-huh. It's like trying to calculate as a god using the mind of a human. Oh, just perfect line. Uh, uppercase Shiki makes Shiki buy him another coffee and uh, muses that he hasn't chatted with a person in a long time. Our Shiki's like, were you stranded on an island? And Shiki sa- uppercase Shiki says, I still am. Uh, he talks about how we live in a society. Other Shiki could have definitely had a conversation with Kahaku if he wanted to. Is that really having a conversation, though? I mean, like... They're not just chatting. She's like, your dad is evil. He's keeping you locked up here. Have some blood. Have some blood. Yeah. Do you want to kill people? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they have this, like, really weird Fight Club discussion. <laughs> they, he, like, talks about how the majority will of society will crush, crush the minority, forcing outliers to play along or die using violence or coercion. But he is a rapist and a murderer. It's very funny, Ben, that I am... <laughs> he's right, but also he's wrong. As I was playing this, I was also playing Persona Q 2. Uh-huh. Which is... Literally, also, the thesis of that game is, like, hey, majority rule isn't always good. Like, you shouldn't just follow... You shouldn't just, like, follow what the majority wants and, and mm-hmm. ignore every minority. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just very funny, like, oh, yeah, this conversation is, like, I think it is a... I don't know that it is the best... Uh, I don't know that these two are the best to be talking about this. Um, In some ways, they're not wrong. But also, the things that they want to be able to do are not good. Well, no, I think that there is an interesting bit around, Uh like, other... I think it's other Shiki. is like, hey, the state just has monopoly on violence. Like, police officers can kill you. Uh That's fine. Or, like... or. You know, sanctioned part's... sports. You can you can box. Yeah, they and do talk about that. You will kill people, uh-huh. but it's fine because it was an accident, or it was like part of a part of a a way to make money. That's uh-huh. fine, but you know they're not totally wrong. But also, uppercase Shiki kills and eats people for sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. He's not yeah. even a full vampire. He doesn't have to do it. Yeah. Is what we've, we've learned. He just likes to kill and eat people for, like, horny sexual reasons. <laughs> You're not... Yes. Like, they have good points, but also, again, they are not the right people to be having this... To be, like, making these points, necessarily. Uh-huh. They do some, some more entry-level philosophy. Uh, uppercase Shiki starts talking about a friend he had once. He didn't have anything, which is why he looked like he didn't want anything. Clearly, he's talking about lowercase Shiki. Our uh-huh. Shiki. Shiki goes on to our Shiki goes on to talk about the fire that drove him to come out tonight. Yeah. Uppercase so, Shiki calls him a killer. Everyone wants something, but I haven't found anything worth dreaming for. A fire within me that caused me to lose my mind. Tonight was maybe the first time feeling that. <laughs> that means you're a killer too. I don't know. I can't be sure yet. What about you? Is killing fun? Are you stupid? If it was fun, I'd be doing it nonstop. There isn't any reason. Once you start, you just get hooked. Very interesting. Yeah. Which Killing is, is an addiction. I think that this leads me... That was one of the lines that I read. as like, yeah, Shiki 100% killed those three people. But he says he's not sure that he's a killer. Yeah, and also that tonight was the first time that he felt that like mm-hmm. overwhelming fire. I just can't see it. I would I would love to be proven wrong because it would be wild, but also they just don't do the work in this route to make that like narratively meaningful. I mean, yes, ultimately it doesn't really matter. I'm sure that someone is going to write in and say like obviously the rest of this route hinges on the way that like yeah. It doesn't though. It go ahead and make a bullshit case, please. Wait, there was one other thing. That I wanted to. Oh, this had me googling. Oh. So I was trying so hard to find side effects of the Korean Morning Glory. Uh-huh. I was trying to see if dehydration was one of them, but uh-huh. I couldn't find any evidence. Uh-huh. Um. That w- that would be really interesting because this is always he gets that hot feeling whenever she drugs him. Uh huh. Ah, uh, it was really a lot of fun. He stands up and with empty eyes he looks down at me. Well, we don't need two of us in this town, right? Two lions in a cage this small won't even be able to mark their own territory. He looks like he's going for his knife. The inorganic reek of murder. He really does want to fight to the death. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, instead, he just kind of walks away. I was like, cool. Well, uh, Arshiki says that that he's stronger than Arshiki, right, yeah. but that he Arshiki can kill him no matter what. Yeah. They, they are not evenly matched. Yeah. And uh, uppercase Shiki real like agrees and decides to leave town. Yeah, and the conversation kind of ends with Arshiki staring at the the coffee cans and thinking Ten about coffees. how how other Shiki is never going to pay him back. Uh huh. Which is great. What a great ending. And also notably, uppercase Shiki says that he'll leave him to be the serial killer of this town. Yeah, which yeah. is interesting and doesn't really get expanded upon. There's not really time. There's not really time. Um, this is another route with, like, I think we talked about this a little up front with uh-huh. these movies, that the pacing was really wild. Yeah. This is another route that feels like it could have used a little more mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not 
not like not just like oh you needed an editor and like you mm-hmm. know, trimming and cleaning up some stuff but in terms of just like oh yeah there's just like more scenes would have actually benefited this route a lot they definitely were running out of time uh-huh. to get this done uh but yeah shiki this blur of backgrounds and he's back in his room and he goes to sleep and uh that's it for day four that was a long party long party I still think that Shiki killed those people. I can't see it, but I'm willing to entertain the idea that he did. That's where I'm at. Day five. Oh, Kane one. Oh, wait, that's me. October 25th, Monday. Kane, I huh? What do you um, know about Kane, Fen? Literally, my first note this day is, "Wow, uh, I guess I gotta go remind myself which one's Kane and which one's Abel." Wow. See, I know all sorts of stuff about the Bible because I've played a lot of Binding of Isaac, the hit roguelike. I have not. Let's I... game. It's gr- it's dumb. It's very dumb, but uh, it's very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kane. You know, kills his brother with a big rock. He invents murder. Huge entrepreneur. Yeah. And then he gets punished for it Uh by God, but also he kind of gets protected. Uh And like anyone who who harms him gets the same harm done to them. Uh Uh None of this really matters. No. As it turns out. It's just a cool title, I guess. Uh Uh-huh. I guess it's kind of killing of a brother yeah yeah that's fair (laughs) is the reference that we're getting here yeah it's not brothers killing brothers but you know you know it is kind of we're getting ahead of ourselves no no one's dead yet no i guess other shiki did say like he's going out of town he's leaving i'm leaving (laughs) you're too you're too powerful yeah he wants to go this town's only big enough for the one of us and it ain't gonna be me (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> all right we we're recording this on a separate day because uh it got really hot in the the studio <laughs> we're and miserable Had my a... seat is uncomfortable enough that it like cuts off blood flow to my legs in such a way that makes me really lightheaded and uh-huh. we're a I mess was, over here I'm i was so going sorry. to pass out um <laughs> Ben passes out mid-podcast would be very funny content you just hear distant ben screaming <laughs> Ben, the thing is, is that I already, well, okay, I almost passed out recording the conclusion to our final, but that was a, like, I almost just laid down on my desk and fell asleep. <laughs> That's more of a uh, nap than a pass out, but... Okay. Shiki is in pain, and the background image is, like, throbbing through a series of color filters, which is... Yeah! Sick. Finally! More colors than... I guess we've seen almost all the colors of the rainbow uh-huh. in filters. Gross. Yellow. Red. Blue. Yellow. Blue. That's most of them. <laughs> Red, yellow, blue is only three. There's seven colors of rainbow. Orange, green, violet, indigo are the four we haven't seen. Uh-huh. Indigo is kind of a fake, fake color, honestly. Yeah. It's just dark blue. Yeah, I think I heard... I think that... Uh, who's who's the one who came up with the seven color scale? 
No idea. Whoever it was just really liked the number seven because of numberology, I'm pretty sure, and added indigo. Seven is cool as hell. Yeah, added indigo so that it would be seven colors instead of six colors. They're just wrong. (laughs) Numberology. Numerology? Numerology, probably. So Shiki's spine hurts and or the back of his neck is burning, and he's like, oh, I must have slept on that funny. Uh-huh. Uh, well, yeah, I guess where did Yumizuka bite him? Probably the side of his neck. Side, not back, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's like, oh, this bed is too comfortable. I fall, I fall asleep in, like, weird positions because of that. Uh, are my hands covered in blood? Shiki should learn to wash his hands after he kills people. <laughs> Shiki's literal-ass human hands are covered in blood, which is new to us. Usually he wakes up and there's no blood on him, and that's how he knows he didn't do any murders. I was losing my mind at this point. I was like... You were like, he Shiki, did kill those people. Shiki finally killed people. Finally! Outside of that end. Outside of non humans Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't... I'm still not convinced. But um, I guess it's possible. It would just be such a weird loose thread. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. It's thematically again. It's like, was he controlled to do it? He was, was definitely being piloted by Kaku at this point. Yeah. Really, was it him or was it other Shiki? Is like, uh-huh. doesn't matter for the rest of this route. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's never going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he doesn't remember ha- what he dreamed about. He doesn't remember that someone owes him ten cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he just remembers talking to Kohaku and then going to bed. Uh, he runs to go wash his hands before Hisui comes in t- and finds him with hands covered in blood. Um, and then he goes down to the sitting room. Uh, he's like, "I'm kind of early, so clearly no one's going to be down here yet." And Akiha is there, cheerful as ever. Mm-hmm. Actually, she's in a great mood. Yeah, I... she she slept in one hour and is still up way earlier than Shiki could dream of. <laughs> yeah, when did she wake up? Like four a.m. or something like I think that. Five, five. So she woke up at six today. That's so early. I don't go to bed until six some nights. Um, I don't remember the context for this line, but I do have the quote, even the steam looks bourgeois, uh, written down. I think <laughs> yeah, it's about, like, so. like the steam off of the, the tea that she's drinking or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he, I think he has some kind of line where he talks about how he just likes, like, plain tea and she's got, like, fancy tea or something uh-huh. like that. That sounds right to me. Uh, Akiha is a great mood to see him this early in the morning. Uh, she pulls out an extra teacup. She has an extra teacup on hand every morning in case he happens to come down in time. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and he's oh. like, oh, have you been waiting for me, like, to come down early, like, every uh, day? And she's like, yes. And he's like, ooh, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. In a, yeah, not in a, that's a creepy thing to do uh-huh. way. In a, oh, no, I have stood you up literally every morning that I've lived here. <laughs> stood her up is a good way to describe it uh she sips her tea uh he feels that something is deeply wrong with how she's acting uh-huh. uh, a chill goes down his spine and he's like akiha are you still drunk <laughs> and her like eyebrow twitches but she's like she's still smiling everything's fine i'm not fear- going to be furious that you just said that and he's like um oh, 
she is drunk and she's upset that she couldn't like pull off the the I'm okay act. Okay. He's like, it's okay. You're drunk. That happens. You're going to have to take the day off from school and just rest. And she starts just screaming because she's not drunk at all. She's her metabolism is in fact incredible. Uh And yeah, she pounds the table with her little fists. (laughs) And he's like, okay, I'm just I'm just fucking with you. And she's like, can't you just, like, let us have a nice morning, you fucker? No. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Shiki is way more comfortable when Akiha is being dad. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he does this interesting thing where he kind of, like, talks a circle around her and completely diffuses the situation. Uh Uh-huh. And she's kind of like, how did you do that? I'm not (laughs) mad anymore. (laughs) Um, he calls himself her Onichan and says something about taking care of her. And she says that makes me want to throw up when you say it like that. It is. Yeah, this was this moment made me realize that Akiha exclusively uses Nissan uh-huh. to refer to him. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Oh, no respectful. Yeah. Oh, and also, Never. I don't think she likes it when he refers to himself as her brother. Well, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, like the 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 Chan making it Chan. sound a little more like Affection. she's yeah affectionate or like, uh-huh. yeah. Um. Um. Let's see. Uh. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, she's like avoiding saying something he's like just tell me whatever you got a secret tell me whatever it is and it's just she tells him that she wishes that he would wake up early every day and hang out with her Uh which is cute uh and before they can continue their conversation uh one girl named kohaku appears uh to tell them that breakfast is ready apparently akiha usually eats even earlier than this wild i I barely eat in the morning my stomach just doesn't want food that early I I can eat in the morning, especially if I went to bed hungry. Uh-huh. I will wake up and be like, at like you know, two hours before my alarm goes off. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> my uh-huh. body's angry at me. Um, but often, yeah, if I eat like a big breakfast, I'm just not hungry for the rest uh-huh. of the day. Um, I can't imagine eating at like six a.m. Terrible. Uh, Akiha's gonna eat and go to school. He notices that she's Akiha's giving Kohaku a like. We got a talk look, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, after breakfast, uh, Akiha leaves. Hisui tells him that his uniform is ready in his room. She sees him off. At school, Yumizuka's desk is gone. Uh-huh. The desk has been taken out. Yeah. And uh, Shiki has this weird moment where he's like, oh, I completely forgot that Yumizuka ever existed. Me too. Fuck off. You love you, Mizuka. You've got I the do. shirt. You've got the shirt with your face on it on right now. I can see you. <laughs> um Yeah, I love you, Mizuka. I she... looked down. <laughs> like I was gonna look down and be wearing a Yumizuka Satsuki fan t shirt with little hearts on it. Ben said that so convincingly that I was like, did I I don't remember? Did I find and or make a Yuzuka Satsuki fan shirt and wear it to this recording without having realized. No, as a matter of fact. I'm wearing it I'm wearing a shirt with cute little carbuncles on it. Uh-huh. I'm the one wearing the Yuzuka Satsuki shirt. You're wearing a black tank top. Exactly. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I I just mean that also like the you get way less time with her mm-hmm. if you yeah, especially if you, skip her if you aren't on Akiha's route. Um, and then yeah, I was about to say that if you're skipping through stuff, you see you you I think yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I saw her for literally 30 seconds when mm-hmm. I chose the final option about do I like her, hate her, or didn't even realize she existed. She's so good, fan. Um, she's incredible. She to me. I'm just, I'm just saying that like, Shiki forgot about her, and so did I. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> She'll, she has her own route, or will in 2030 when the the second half of the Skihime remake gets released. Oh god, okay. Uh he thinks back to the night where Akiha tended his wounds and he thinks he wonders if he lost something that night. Or maybe the whole thing was just a dream. Just spooky. That's really fascinating. Uh, he's like trying to think about Yumizuka and even now he's having trouble like calling to mind things. It's all really hazy. Uh-huh. And he's like, something's ever since that night, something's been weird. And I can't quite put my finger on what. Mm-hmm. What happened that night, Fen? Uh, Akiha licked his wound. What happened after that, though? Oh, did, was that not the night that he got drugged? When no. night did he get drugged on? Was that just last night? Um, it was definitely last night. Let me... Uh, w- did he get drugged that night? He sweet came in on day three, I think. No, wait, it was the day before, wasn't it? It was day two we see Spooky Hisui. Yeah. Kohaku pretending. So he's been drugged before that, even. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I could, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was just like, what, how, what? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. what did he lose? Weird. <laughs> um. Um. Let's see. So we don't get anything. Oh, no more school content. School content is done. Uh, Shiki's like, I don't really want to hang out with CL or Arihiko. Uh, I feel restless when I'm outside of the mansion. He makes it home. He chats with Hisui a bit. Kaku's cleaning up the rear courtyard. Akiha isn't home yet. Uh, this is the day that Hisui goes to clean Makihisa's room. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating that he still has the ribbon. Yeah. Because I was so sure that the party was like, okay, if he doesn't give it back to Kahaku by the party, like uh-huh. things are gonna go bad. Yeah, but I was definitely expecting Kohaku to be the villain of this route, right? And uh-huh. like defusing her was going to be the trouble because that's I don't know too much about uh, the last route of, of of Fate's Day Night, but that's my perception of it is that the girl is also the villain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so I was like, that's kind of what I expected too, was that he was going to have to give her the ribbon to get her to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. But yeah, he pick, he's got the white ribbon and he's like, it's time for me to return it to Hisui. And then he's like, you know what? Actually, maybe I'm being selfish, but if she doesn't, can't even bother to remember it, I don't even want to return it. I'm going to just keep it. Thank God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank God he doesn't give it to Hisui, honestly. But also, there's something nagging at him. Not just, like, him being mad that she doesn't remember. He hasn't quite put his finger on it yet, but he knows that something's wrong. Uh Uh-huh. And that should be his immediate, like, (laughs) 
<laughs> flag to consider that they may have switched places. The thing is, is that Shiki doesn't know that every time he feels like something's wrong, mm-hmm. he should investigate that feeling more he's just, yet. Yeah, he's just like... Shiki eating chunks of glass. My stomach hurts. Munch, <laughs> munch, munch. Uh, let's see. Okay. Right, right, right. He goes out to the courtyard instead. Mm-hmm. And he starts thinking about Kohaku's strange behavior last night. Hmm. What was Kohaku up to last night? Oh, right, right. She... He had that Being weird, sad. <laughs> weird, somber conversation and told him that he would have been happier at the Adima family. Than yeah. Him. I mean, like, well, yeah. Asked him why he came back because both of them know that he would have been happier yeah, there. Yeah. Um, it's not a, yeah. I just want to make it, it's not Kohaku saying you would have been happier there and Shiki going like, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. He, he, he was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, both I probably would have been. <laughs> Kohaku arrives as he's considering these things, uh, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in your way, I'll get up. And she's like, no, 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 you should stay. She's actually on break. She's in between uh, cleanings. She, yeah, it's fascinating watching her just, like, yeah. she. What she wants is to relax with Shiki, mm-hmm. and is just, like, immediately letting the mask slip. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. That's why she spends so much time avoiding Shiki. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he just happens to have sat down in her favorite courtyard, and she pulls her apron off even to represent that she's on break. Uh Uh-huh. She sits pretty far away from him. (laughs) Uh, And then she gives him a dissatisfied look and says he doesn't look very happy to have her joining him. Uh, Oh, and she asks... He had told her about the borrowed something that brought him back to the mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, did you return it yet? And he says that she looks really curious like she did when she gave him the knife. Cheeky. <laughs> and he's like, I can't give it to a p- the person if they don't remember it. And Kawaku's like, oh, so you're going to steal. You're a thief. You're a dirty little thief. And he's, he makes this comment about never having using it, used the thing that he borrowed. And he's like, well, luckily I'm not even into that sort of thing, wearing a ribbon in my hair. And it's like, come on, Shiki. Yeah, I, there's a weird, it, it, I don't know. There's a lot of good gender stuff in Fate. And then this is like a weird, like, oh, don't worry. Like, at least I'm not trans. (laughs) Or, or not a crossdresser. Or like, however you want to interpret that. It just, it feels weird. Yeah, it's not it's not great. I don't know, Shiki, your life is so complicated already. I don't think that cross-dressing would really add too much to it. No. Also, yeah, god. Get you another another person in your head and also become trans and then you'd be I would like you a lot more. Then you'd be ready for Twitter. And also, yeah, you would you would be Karno Kokia character. <laughs> Um, All I know is that she has a lot of gender going on. And cool jackets. A lot of gender, cool outfit, um, eyes of death perception, mm-hmm. uh, plural, <laughs> are the four <laughs> things. That's all you need, baby. <laughs> so, let's see. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the point where I'm like, oh, Kohaku's basically telling him. She's doing everything but telling him what's uh-huh. going on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She it's, really wants him to it's get It's so painful to see Kohaku, like, leading him to water, and he just won't, like... He's like, was it Hisui who gave you that thing? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you guessed right. And she's like, oh, yeah, you two were really close back then. Uh-huh. Which is not, if Hisui is the window girl... That's not true at all. They didn't. They only spoke one time. Uh-huh. His brain like fli- like almost connects it, and then he's like, "I'm just not going to think about that quite yet." <sighs> um, and he starts Torture. talking about how important the girl at the window was to him, mm-hmm. uh, which makes Kohaku's brain short out. <laughs> I he, he says that he would have become a miserable person without being given that ribbon, and that he can't return it until to Hisui until she remembers. Because right now she'll take it away like an empty plate after dinner, which is about right with how it went in the Hisui route. Yeah. So, yeah. He says, I don't know how it was for her, but without that promise, I think I would have become a miserable person. Those days where I was treated like an unwanted child, I was given her most prized possession and was told to come return it. Thinking that the girl was waiting for me. Oh, wait. Thinking that the... Yeah, thinking that the girl was waiting for me, Tonoshiki, at the place I was supposed to return to, that was enough for me, and I didn't want anything else. And we, yeah. This is such a funny bit of our podcast, Fen, where I'll, like, describe something and hit, like, one or two quotes from the paragraph of text, and then you'll be like, oh, yeah. And then you'll read the entire paragraph, including the <laughs> the lines that I quoted. It's a good... <laughs> it's just a funny bit. The Yeah, the actual reason is that I that I read the entire thing is because then I can just cut the bit where you summarized it. Oh, that's rude. Our listeners... Well, our listeners got the, like, pretty prose. Uh-huh. And the, and the entire context. I didn't realize I'm being silenced. See, I do I do the second half of the recording, the editing, where Fen has already gone through, and so I don't remember what I said anymore. <laughs> so Fen can do whatever Faye wants to my words. <laughs> Sinister. Um, I mean, I could stop, I'm... but, like... Yeah, there are just some pages of text that I like take a screenshot of because kind of, I'm like, damn, that was, yeah, I want to read that out of the podcast. <laughs> uh, Kohaku. Also, yeah, Kahaku is just like, at this point, has a like, like kind of like sad, like a little bit confused face. Uh-huh. And all of the Kahaku sprites that we see in this route just are murdering me. <laughs> uh huh. She's so... She's trying so hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's got, like, kind of a queasy look. And, like, she does this thing a lot when she's being, like, slightly spooky where one of her eyes is more closed than the other. Uh-huh. Uh, this is when whenever the mask is slipping, really. Yeah. Okay, yes. Well, yeah. Well, while she keeps saying that, she just kind of looks, like, a little confused and sad. And then, and then just puts on a, like holding her stomach and like uh-huh. just like looking and looking and looking heartbroken uh-huh like someone just told her that he sweet died <laughs> uh-huh yeah he goes on to talk about wanting to fulfill the promise properly or it's meaningless and then he's like is there something about this garden that's making me nostalgic because uh-huh. like i keep thinking about the past and then he's like well Kaka, are you okay you look bad uh-huh uh she uh- yeah, yeah, she tries to smile. <laughs> she She's not. Yeah, she tries to do her normal smile and she can't manage it. It's broken. Uh-huh. 
Uh, and she mm. looks over at the window and sees her expression, and she gets really confused by it. By the, like, broken half-smile that she's managing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, Kohaku, maybe you should go take a nap or something. Maybe you should go get some rest. And she, like, gets up and just slowly marches away. And then she turns back and gives us that really fucking scary look that she gave us from one of Hisui's endings. The, like, hollow-eyed smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tells him to be patient with poor, forgetful Hisui. <laughs> Uh, and to maybe try talking to her at the meeting tree in the garden where he got the ribbon this, from. I know what she's doing. Uh-huh. It felt really ominous. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Well, she's telling him, like, give it to Hisui, get rid of it, and then I don't have to feel whatever I'm feeling right now. Yes. I can just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it is ominous. Because what she's doing is trying to kill his sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, maybe Akiha deserves to die. <laughs> she hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah, she has. What'd she do? She could have, like, actually protected Kahaku. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, so Akiha knew about Kahaku yes. being abused by Makihisa. And then got her away from Makihisa. Didn't do anything about kahaku being abused by other shiki didn't know about that didn't even know other shiki existed kahaku never kahaku never told her that part and her dad didn't either we know that kohaku led akiha to find out about makihisa's room Mm -hmm. and that's how she found out and got her out of there i don't uh, she didn't even know that other shiki was still alive okay Uh uh-huh so, and Kohaku apparently never wanted her to know. Kohaku's got this really interesting, like, thing. Interesting and kind of rough thing where she continually, like, puts herself in situations where she will be victimized uh, and then, want, like, goes to get revenge on that person. Yeah. Right? I think it is a, like, yes. It is a trauma response. Yeah, like, yeah She's yeah. not... Yeah. She's not like, oh, I'm going to go seek out no. being uh, like abuse so no. that I can justify my hatred. Uh-huh. It is a like, yeah, she feels like, um, or my reading mm-hmm. is she feels like, like, this is like, there's no point in avoiding this. Yeah. I might as well just put myself in this situation uh-huh. so that like, it's going to happen at some point. Why not start now? Uh-huh. It feels like. Yeah, it feels a little like, particularly with Akiha and the blood drinking that she's guided her to do, it does feel a little bit like she's pushing Akiha to take advantage of her to feel better about killing Akiha. Yeah. But not with Uppercase Shiki. Who feels bad about killing Uppercase Shiki? No one. No one feels bad about that. God, I... Huh. Yeah, I, so it's complicated. We're we're recording this the next day. Yeah. I already said that. I did played a bunch of Melty Blood online last night. Uh, Melty Blood rules. Melty Blood rules. Uh, I'm maining a Kiha. Roa sucks. <laughs> um, when specifically, did he get electric powers. Yeah. When? Okay. One. When did he get electric powers? Two. Um, I I play a lot of Saber. Uh-huh. I'm not super great at you know jumping and 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 stuff and uh-huh. please i know i'm bad at the game i played 37 matches and won one of them 
<laughs> if you uh, see Finn online, uh, beat fair ass for me. <laughs> wow. Uh, multi- I think we, yeah, we said this before. Melty Build's my first fighting game. Uh-huh. So it is like learning, learning what fighting games even are. And then on top of that, learning, um, like how to play one, mm-hmm. how to play this specific one is an experience. A Melty lot of fun. Melty is very but, fast. It's not an easy first fighting game. Yeah. But I am. You're doing good, I think. I did get a win you last night. Online. So we're convinced that wouldn't happen for me. But anyway, yes. very bad at air. Uh which means that against a good CL, it's like CL Vlov um and Roa. If if the the player playing those characters is decent, I can just set down the controller because <laughs> I'm gonna going to accomplish nothing. <laughs> I just know that, like, yeah. Anyway, all of this to say, fuck Roa. <laughs> uh-huh. We hate Roa here. Although, w- did we say this on podcast? If you had to pick uh, uppercase Shiki or Roa? Oh, God. I, I did say Roa, I yeah. think. Uh-huh. Roa's, like, general murder horny- murder and horniness uh-huh. is, is a little more pal- palatable to me than... Uppercase Shiki's specifically like incest fueled uh, <laughs> desire. Um, not that either's great, mm-hmm. but if I if I had to pick one, uh huh. Bro, at least has other interests, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> if you had to hang out with him, he could tell you about a cool book or something. Uppercase Shiki would just talk about wanting to fuck his sister. Oh, terrible. So Shiki. Uh, is <laughs> Shiki like elides over how weird Kohaku was acting in that moment? And is like, well, I don't want to force Hisui to remember the ribbon that is obviously her ribbon still. Uh, but he, he's <sighs> like, I should go see that tree though. At yeah. That point. And then he's like, wait a sec. <laughs> I never said where I got the ribbon handed to me. Yeah. <laughs> weird, huh? Weird how Kohaku knew that. And he was like, it felt like a secret promise, so it would be weird for Hisui to tell Kohaku. Yeah, Shiki, it would be pretty fucking weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> but he's not ready yet. It's too early no. in the room. He doesn't connect it. It's dinner time. He's The thing is, is that he's so close. And then at every turn, he's like, no, 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 no. That can't be right. Dinner time. It's another like black screen, no background dinner, like we get in the the on day one. Mm-hmm. The na- maids are standing behind the tonos. Shiki notices that Akiha is like making a lot of noise and being kind of messy, and then like goes off to her room quickly. Uh huh. Which is interesting. Shiki's a little worried about her. She was in a really good mood earlier. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then he hear hears someone fall in the lobby. Huh. Oh, this is that day. Uh-huh. <laughs> On the Akiha route. I yeah. remember this scene. She... Except that... What? Yeah. So Shiki rushes out. Yes. And then we have an option, right? No. No. When? What? Is there no choice today? I don't think so. Huh. Okay. Right. Okay. It just diverges via... Akiha's like, don't come near me. And Shiki's like, what are you talking uh-huh. about? I need to help you to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on the stairs, leaning, breathing heavy. She tells him to stay away. He's like, oh, she looks a little bit like Yumi Zuka right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then she falls to the ground. He ignores her protest and scoops her up. Uh, in uh-huh. uh, her route, he stays back on her orders. Mm-hmm. Akiha starts to bite her lip as if she's resisting the urge to do something. Like, say, drink all of his blood. Or kiss him. One of the two. It's definitely the drink the blood one. <laughs> uh, Kohaku sprints into the room with a panicked look on her face. A new, another new sprite, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of Kohaku's sprites now are like, oh no, she's worried. She's upset. She looks like she has a stomachache. Because all we've gotten is all of her good sprites so far. Uh-huh. All of her uh, happy sprites. Yeah. All all Kohaku sprites are beautiful. <laughs> all Kohaku's are beautiful. Uh-huh. Hey, Cap. <laughs> he tells Kohaku that he's going to bring Akiha to her room, and she says she'll be right there. She runs to her own room to get something. Uh, Akiha's eyes have gone hollow, and she's fighting in his arms as he carries her, weakly begging that it, to be let go. Mm-hmm. And for a moment, he thinks he sees red. Hmm. 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 We get a different background when Wait, he reaches her. Real room. quick. Oh yeah. I yeah. This is an interesting scene. Just like I love the ways that each route after the first one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like especially the far side routes though. Mm-hmm. There's like there is more ordering there. But even even Arcweeds to <laughs> What? Ben was just sticking out their tongue, doing funny things with it. Um, we can't record in the same room, Ben. <laughs> it's impossible. If you're gonna do the every time I do something dumb and stupid, <laughs> you're gonna be doing so interrupting constantly. Continue your story. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. So every route kind of plays with expectations a little bit, uh-huh. and I love the way that this route is like because it it is your. It is the most sure about when you will see it. Uh-huh. Although, I say that. You but could do Akiha's last is the wild. Yeah. Maybe I'm just wrong. CL's last. I think it you is. You could do Arcweed's last. That feels wrong. Um, although it would be, it would be saving the best for last. Just um, getting to see Arcweed at the end. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I haven't seen her in three routes, Ben. Oh, <laughs> it's been so long. Her. Um, this is certainly the most confident, I think, that it that the the route has been that a route has been with like remember what happened last time? Huh, weird how things are different this time. It feels all I think this I'm not quite sure about like the production order, but this had to be like the last thing that they wrote. It, it, I, no, it is because the the lessons are the last lessons. Yeah, the CL Sensei's lessons. It feels like the routes were written in the order that we played them. Yeah, maybe flip flopping Akiha and Hisui. And we know that Tsukihime got a bunch of like small partial releases, so Kohaku wasn't even in the game probably until the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, now we're in her room. We get a new background, uh, which supports my theory that she has a master suite, not just a she yeah. has like a sitting room and all this stuff. Hey, Ben. What? Shiki's not horny for his sister. Yeah, that's interesting. He was a little during the party, but he's not right now. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote down that it feels like, like, oh, there Shiki's gone. Like, he did say he was leaving town. Uh-huh. Maybe their connection is like some in some way distance based. Uh-huh. 
of like farther away just means that there's like less influence there. Oh, you're saying that when he was horny at the party, it's the influence of other Shiki. In this route, Shiki is not horny for Akiha at all. And uppercase Shiki's influence makes him a little horny. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that that's definitely a like. That's in keeping. That makes sense. Yeah. Uppercase Shiki is always horny for Akiha. Uh huh. He lays her down in bed. She starts writhing. Uh, he sees more red, but he's not sure what he's seeing. Uh, he bites his own lip, but he bites a little too hard, and uh-huh. he starts to bleed onto the bed, and droplets of blood fall onto her bright red hair, and is absorbed. Is her hair bright red? For a flash. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it is unclear. I think, again, playing with expectations. Yes. But it feels like... um. He saw red. Mm-hmm. Too cheeky. It is unclear if he saw the red blood uh-huh. and kind of just like lost sight a little bit, yeah. or if in in absorbing his blood, her hair turned red. I think I, I read it very much as her hair is turning red, and he is trying to convince himself that he's not seeing anything weird. Okay, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And like it is a a wild moment, so it's not that hard to be like, I don't know, I I don't know what I'm seeing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he doesn't know anything weird is is weird with his sister at this point. I think it's certainly, like... Why would her hair turn red? Either is perfectly, like, plausible. It's good. It's... Yeah. It's good. Um, Akiha starts to calm down after blood drips onto her. Interesting. Oh, I didn't notice that. (laughs) (laughs) He tries to leave, but then she bugs out and grabs him. We get a CG of her crying and clinging to him. She's uh, holding on tight enough to give him bruises and digging her nails into his skin, which is fun. Mm Mm-hmm. She begs him not to go. Uh, he says, tells her not to try and hide it when she's in pain. And she's like, I don't deserve anything from you. And then she just kind of goes limp in his arms. Mm-hmm. And she says something. She says, Father, I I must to Nissan. She sobs as if trying to hide it. Must I kill him with my own hands? At this point, if I was Shiki, I would have noticed that she said something about killing me. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, he does think with that I hear her sobbing. Like he did he did process the words that she said. <laughs> um she starts really crying and saying that she doesn't want to do this thing, which is kill her brother apparently. Yeah. I well, it is notable that she uses Nissan here uh-huh. because when when talking with Kahaku on Hisui's route uh-huh. about killing other Shiki, she says brother, which I assume is like Ane uh-huh. or something, um, and not Nissan. Uh-huh. Uh huh. so it's interesting that she's specifically saying, I it feels like yeah maybe just a translation or like a. I, yeah, at the moment when I was reading this, I was like, oh, is she really, really resisting the urge to bite into Shiki right now? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, that was my initial read. That, cause I saw the Nissan was like, that must be our Shiki then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, uh, there's, there's a line later on that, this is either supposed to be, mm-hmm. oh, Akiha's like kind of really out of it and can't distinguish between her two brothers. Uh huh. Or it's just a straight up mistake. Cause... She may have called uppercase Shiki Nissan when she was a kid. Well, 
there's a line later on where she says, I only call you Nissan. Mm -hmm. He's not my brother. Now. But when they were kids, you know, she might be flashing back to it. Yeah, but right now she... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She would not use Nissan to refer to other Shiki, Mm -hmm. is my point. She shouldn't. No. I'm just saying here, it kind of seems like she is talking about it, though. Because this is the... Cut this part. This is the night she goes to kill him. So I know. So what she's talking about. That's why I say, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I say it feels like either a mistake on NASA's yeah. part, or a translation error, or, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. or it is supposed to be she can't tell between the two, and since he's here, she says Nissan, okay. not on it. I see what you're saying. She falls asleep in his arms, crying. Uh, Kohaku did not come in time to say to help. Um, he leaves her there and then finds that Kohaku was waiting outside for him them to finish up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kohaku starts to explain the Tono family illness gotcha. <laughs> uh, she oh. says that a, a Kiha's problem isn't really a big deal. It's not life-threatening. It just sucks. Mm-hmm. Just chronic pain. Mm-hmm. Just chronic pain, basically, but... Shiki doesn't know that it's chronic magic pain uh, that gives you superpowers and uh-huh. also makes you want to kill people. Shiki's mad at himself for not having known about this already, but, like, how the fuck are you going to know unless someone tells you? Uh, Kaku says the maids were ordered to keep it secret because Akiha didn't want to be worried about her. He tells... Yeah. He tells, I was nodding and then realized that I, the recording can't hear that. Unless you, like, nod so powerfully that the wind brushes your uh, microphone, no one's going to be able to tell them. Mm-hmm. He tells Kohaku to take care of Akiha. He goes to bed. Uh, but he can't really sleep because there was too much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, you know what? My back is in fucking ribbons right now. She really tore the shit out of me. Yeah, that wild uh-huh adrenaline i guess didn't really feel notice how bad she scratched him up mm-hmm. uh he looks out at the moon which is the same background for the opening movie i love hey, that ben, shot. real quick yes all i've seen of the skihime remake is that opening movie uh-huh um the just the like identical backgrounds i can't tell they look a little bit like uprez jpegs uh-huh. um but, or, like, just, like, you uh-huh. know, recreating those same shots is just... Is this this perfect. one they recreated this Yeah. One? Oh, that's yeah. so Like, fun. the moon with the, the trees kind of in the, uh-huh. in the, like, bottom eighth of the frame. It's gonna be so good, friend. I can't it's wait. Gonna, it's, like, a complete labor of love is what it feels like. I'm dying to play Who it already. Waiting for the Tsukihime remake. Lots of people. Lots of people! I think no one more than Nasu. (laughs) It does, yeah. It does feel like the kind of thing that is like, okay. Finally I get to, like, revisit this, the, like... microphone. Huh? Talk into your microphone. I, okay. I, (laughs) this sucks. (laughs) Um, it, it does feel like the kind of thing that is like, okay, finally, yeah. I think Tsukihime is a is a complete thought, but I'm sure that Nasu coming back to it has plenty that he wasn't super happy with the first time around. Oh, certainly. Let's see. He's looking at the moon. He's like, that was all really fucked up, actually. And then he thinks about her red hair. Mm-hmm. 
And he realizes every time he lets himself realize that she had red hair, his heart starts to beat faster. And also, he can't stop thinking about how beautiful Akiha was. Huh. And he is still a little horny. Yeah. Yeah. He mutters out loud that it's like he's in love with Akiha, but he knows what how he actually feels isn't so gentle. Hmm. Oh, oh, you gotta love the just, like, confusing teen cocktail of, do I want to strangle that girl to death or kiss her? And also, she's my sister. I don't think, I don't think Shiki ever wants to strangle any girl. No, he wants to knife them. Yeah. He wants to cut them into 17 pieces. 17 perfect, beautiful pieces. Uh Uh-huh. In a murder so fine, it's like a work of art. What a beginning to the game. Anyway what a yeah this this game rules ben <laughs> have we said that already uh-huh he's got some kind of lust blood or otherwise mm-hmm. uh his thoughts are interrupted by kohaku coming to visit she's brought they him are. she's brought him some medicine uh she's not dressing up like hisui anymore mm-hmm. she's fun uh it's not sleeping pills she says it's just something to help him relax and then she seems a little hesitant to give him the pills, actually. It's almost like she's begging him to say no. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, it's so sweet of you to come bring me drugs. And she's like, I was, your doctor said that you don't like medicine. Wink, wink. And he's like, you know, my doctor, he just prescribes me pills. He doesn't tell me what they're for. It just makes me feel like a guinea pig. So, yeah, we missed a part of the conversation last night uh-huh which is at the end i was it was really hard to follow who was talking and i meant to go back and reread it to have a better idea mm-hmm. but there's a, a scene that i read as other shiki saying i don't like medicine and mm. our shiki saying like why but it's useful like uh-huh. i have, oh, it's the other I, have way a, around. I have a personal doctor who like prescribes me everything i need mm-hmm. um and yeah it's the other way around which like uppercase shiki also has a personal doctor who prescribes him anything he needs yeah <laughs> um which is interesting in terms of yeah i think that there are some statements that were made mm-hmm. that like i think we got at the core of that conversation which is about like being out out of touch with what being society fight. yeah um being the joker well being a minority in a society that doesn't like respect you uh-huh but but specifically they're murderers <laughs> y- yes again <laughs> the worst person you know has a really great point i yeah yeah heartbreaking yeah i yeah they're 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 not state sanctioned murderers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is the yeah. The thing is, Fen, the answer to state sanctioned violence isn't let everyone <laughs> isn't the purge, Fen. <laughs> I know. Listen, I'm just <laughs> Fen's over here running on the purge <laughs> platform. No. Don't misrepresent my politics like this. I'm sorry. I'm, it's just um, it's really funny, and I couldn't help it. Um, yes, you're right. I just yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Worst person you know made a great point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, that's uppercase Shiki. Yeah, Shiki's probably one of the worst people I know. <laughs> um. Anyway, he's like, I hate how my doctor makes me feel like a guinea pig. Which fuck doctors. Uh, and then he says. But Kohaku, I really, really trust you, so I'd take anything you give me. <laughs> She's 
so sad. She gives him like the most upset face when he says that. He's really twisting that knife. Uh-huh. Uh, he says that he's going to fall asleep soon and she gets like a little bit of a blush. Uh, and then she says, sweet dreams, cheeky song. Mm-hmm. And then leaves. Six. Future vision, future death. That's weird. There's no date. Also, just black screen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Weird. And the, the six is in Roman numerals. Instead of... Uh... Instead of... Uh, Arabic. Uh huh. Uh huh. Weird. 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 Uh, we get the somber endgame music. My first, literally, my first note is: is is Shiki not drugged? <laughs> did we just skip over to the next day? Did she? Did she like palm the dr- the like uh uh morning glory? Uh huh. Swap it out for regular pills. Uh. Shiki wakes up and thinks that today is going to be a good day. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't talk to anyone. It skips directly to him on his way to school. And school's over in a single screen. And then he says he'll hang out until sunset for no reason at all. Mm. And it's night. And he's at school. And he doesn't want to go home. He wants to play. Hmm. Hmm. What? What? We get a hard cut. What happened? Uh... Shiki killed another girl, and his hands are soaked in blood. It looks like I did it again. I didn't really feel like it, but once I started, I just got into it. It's a bad habit. Well, what should I do with the dead body? <sighs> uh, he's drinking blood from the corpse, and Shiki hears someone approaching, and then he feels something hot, mm-hmm. something burning the air in the ground around him. He runs away, carrying the body under one arm, still biting it, uh, trying to get away from whatever that heat was. Mm -hmm. Uh, He runs back to the school. No one will see me here. I don't know what that was, but it is smiling. And we get a flash of... uh, We get a flash of the Uh, sexual assault CG, which is... I think this is the last time. interesting fucking pull. Why not just a picture of Kohaku? What if it was just a picture of Kohaku? Yeah, because I think, yeah, it is open as to what exactly is happening. Uh-huh. Or it is not super clear. I think mm-hmm. revisiting it, I know exactly what's happening. But at the time, I was kind of like, this is definitely a dream. Uh-huh. What's going on? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the heat wave is chasing Shiki, and there's red text in his head again. He decides it's t- he's got to kill the person following him. Mm-hmm. We get a flash of Akiha filtered red doing the cool pose she did while killing Shiki, uppercase Shiki last route. Mm-hmm. Where she's like holding her hand up like a big claw. It's a cool as hell scene. And her hair is all like flared. It rules. Uh, it, yeah. I think we saw a like distant pulled out version of this uh-huh. last route. Mm-hmm. This one is just like full frame, just evil. Uh huh. <laughs> she's great. Uh, Shiki panics and realizes that he's no match for whatever that is, and he runs into the school and we get scary music. Up to the fourth floor, which where all the good showdowns happen. The fourth floor mm-hmm. is where the, the for very first showdown happened. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I, for some reason, I have always thought of this as a two-floor school building. It's four floors. Apparently. I just, like, instinctively, in my mind... 
Actually, that's... No, yeah, that's not true about the Fate Stay Night School, because mm-hmm. you see, like... I guess you see pictures from outside. I could have known that there were four floors. <laughs> I'm just a Goomba. Um, The screen turns red, and we see Kohaku smiling her, like, creepiest oh, smile. I love Kohaku. Uh, Shiki thinks, why are you smiling? <laughs> and then she's gone, and Shiki realizes that he's still chewing on the body and drops it, and then Akiha is there. Hmm. What does she say? I knew it was you, Nisan. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Whoever we are doesn't seem to know who this is, who he's looking at. Uh, but he knows that he has to kill her. Uh-huh. And he runs towards Akiha, and we get a new cool fucking sprite of her being sick. And then whoever we are, uh, his arm disintegrates. Uh-huh. He leaps backwards and realize, looks down at the like not bleeding stump of his arm. He uh, giggles and runs away from the look that can kill. This rules. Uh-huh. It's so good. He tries to leap out the fourth floor window, knowing that he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And what happens? Uh, he gets burned. Outside the window is a web of countless red threads. In red text. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he seems to be caught in some kind of like web of heat and like... He doesn't get out the window. He's, like, blasted back into the uh-huh. b- the room. Uh, but he's faster than her, at least. And he managed well... to get away to the second floor. <laughs> he's trying to be faster than her. Turns out she's pretty speedy, too. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, no. When did his leg get incinerated? <laughs> oh. Unable to keep up his speed, he tries to hide out in a classroom. Uh, Akiha has no ability to conceal her presence or to mm-hmm. detect his, apparently. So she's just sort of walking past the classrooms like uh, a monster, uh-huh. <laughs> like an unstoppable wall. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So his plan is to jump out and to slice through her brain before she even knows that she's under attack. Uh, he he attempts this, jumps out, and she just turns and looks at him. And we get, like, this really cool CG of her, like, surrounded by heat <laughs> and it's fire. so and good. Her red hair, like, swirling. And he drops the knife. Mm-hmm. Basically, just getting close to her, it, there's so much heat. It's like he's in a volcano. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that it's because red hair is wrapping around his limbs. Hmm. Uh-huh. The threads around the building. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Seem to be hair. Huh. Which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, he finally recognizes that it's a Kiha. And then Shiki realizes that he's having a dream. What does she say? Uh, oh, yeah. Goodbye, Nissan. You led me on quite the chase, but it is over now. The heat is drained from his body uh, and sent back, it seems. Yeah. The red text realizes that the heat is coming from her hair and that cutting her hair might stop her from being able to do this. Hmm. Uh, he has some other, like, idea that we don't get to see, but I think Shiki saw. I don't mm-hmm. know. Why did it end this way? Akiha mutters this like a curse. Mm-hmm. What does Kohaku say? Good work fulfilling your duty as the head of household with a smile. Or, uh, yeah, good work fulfilling your duty at, as the head of the household. 
With a smile, Kahaku-san says this. And Shiki realizes that this is a vision of his future, and he has to prevent it. And then he wakes up. Uh-huh. Huh. Cool as hell. I was like, oh. Future vision, future death. Kohaku gave him, is like, listen, I just want you to be aware of what's coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> just so you know. Uh-huh. Day six, Kane two. October twenty sixth, a uh, Tuesday. Is that not right? No, it is Tuesday. Is it Wednesday? No problem. Oh right, yeah. Tuesday, no problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. <sighs> Shiki wakes up with a start. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. He's just like hugging himself, trying to control his breathing. Uh-huh. I have lots of horrible dreams where I die. Oh, so this seems about right. The right reaction to me. I never dream. I don't know that I've ever... I've just only had, like, nightmares of, like, especially when I was a kid, of, like, skeletons chasing me. Never died in any of them. Mm-hmm. Always woke up before that part. Mm-hmm. I've definitely had dreams where I've died. Heather has, too. Heather has a lot of dreams where I kill her, this- which is fun. <laughs> This isn't a, like, I don't believe that anyone has dreams where they die. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is just a, yeah. If you try and die in a dream, you die in real life. Yeah. Um, Shiki is not covered in blood, and he has all his limbs. Yeah, so definitely like, a dream. He's like, okay, that wasn't real. That must have been a dream or a vision of the future or something. And he's like, well, yesterday there really was blood, though, so maybe that I actually did. Maybe I did actually kill some people the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, he thinks about Yumizuka, and he thinks about vampires being bit by a vampire, making you into one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I did kill her blood that was in my body, yeah. so I should be yeah. fine, but also maybe that's not right. It's maybe probably I'm, fine. Maybe I'm not right. So yeah, he's like, maybe I turn into a monster, and that was a vision of Akiha hunting me down. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would be... Yeah. <laughs> My, I wrote down at this point, only I so far as someone guiding you into a trap that, that was set for you is fulfilling the <laughs> prophecy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Hisui comes in and is surprised that he's already awake. He said he had a bad dream. Uh, He goes to take his uniform, and the screen goes black with a heartbeat sound. Hmm. Uh-huh. Hisui's immediately concerned about him tries to get close and he stops her his heart's beating really fast for some reason he's kind of not like really worried about him and shiki thinks that while he's looks expressionless if you like know what to look for you can tell how she's feeling very easily she's actually very expressive she's just subtle ben he finally realized that she's not the girl at the window yeah that isn't what the girl in the window was like she no. didn't have feelings yeah Except, oh, Hisui, you've changed so much. You're a lot more expressive than back then. <sighs> he was so close. Hisui looks away and says that he's mistaken. Because <laughs> he is. Maid's yelling at Shiki. Please get it this time. <laughs> bashing him over the head with ladles. <laughs> I'm begging you. Grabbing him by the shoulder saying, excuse me, and headbutting him. <laughs> 
Oh, he's sweet. Blood's great. Milk Blood's great. He's sweet. Insists that he go to see a doctor, uh, and that he's been feeling unwell since he's returned to the mansion. Cheeky jokes that it sounds like both maids think it would be better if he didn't come back at all, and Akisui's like, I do think that. Uh-huh. Wow. Turns uh, out three out of four people in this mansion think that maybe Shiki shouldn't have come back. <gasps> Who's the one who doesn't? Who's the one who Akiha? I know, I'm just I'm joking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shiki is shocked. He's like, in his head, he's like, but you gave me the ribbon, you told me to come back, how could you say that to me? He's so hurt about this. He, he's, none of this strains credibility, mm-hmm. because I truly, I get that uh, Shigi has one brain cell uh-huh. when it comes to, um, yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it is, it's great, and also it sucks mm-hmm. that he's taking so long to, oh, to figure this he's out. He's got a lot on his brain. That's um, he tries to say that he came back to the mansion for her, and she interrupts him and is like, "No, you came back for yourself." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Which is also not true. But wait, isn't not true? He came back for Cocker. Well, yeah, but it was like it was for it was for himself because he, mm-hmm. for all he knows, Cock has forgotten about the promise. He's forgotten about the promise. I mean, okay. The girl at the window has forgotten about the promise. Uh-huh. He's coming back so you're solely saying- because he need he for himself needs to fulfill that promise. Okay. I don't know that him coming back is like certainly, as it turns out, it's very good that he came back and and Spoilers, we'll give that ribbon back to Kahako at some point during this route. I don't even remember how many days it takes him. Um, but it feels like he came back for himself because uh-huh. he had a promise that was unfulfilled and he needed to fix. It wasn't as much, uh, I need to give that girl back. I, I can quibble about this, but we don't need to. Both. Hisui says that he came here of his own free will and there's still time to become free. Uh, mm. And then she apologizes for her rudeness and leaves. Mm-hmm. And he's really stunned that she like is so callous about the promise that means so much to him. Uh, he's not mad, though. She looked like she was about to cry. Uh-huh. So he doesn't really have the heart to be like actually upset about it. Hisui cares about Kahaku a whole bunch, as it turns out. <laughs> He heads downstairs to the sitting room, which is uh, empty. Kohaku comes in uh, to talk with him for a bit. He says that She says that Akiha is resting after her little episode last night and says that he could go see her, but she might throw things at him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he thinks that Kohaku is indirectly telling him to go have a fight with Akiha. And he's like, it does sound kind of fun. Uh-huh. But also... He, like, flashes back to the Akiha he saw in his dreams, who was an unstoppable monster of heat and fire. Uh-huh. And is like, you know, that's a little scary, actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. And then Kohaku's like, hey, um, what the fuck did you do to Akisui, by the way? She's locked herself in her room. <laughs> I, uh-huh. I was like, oh, great. Love to, this is another example of, like, I don't know that the game mm-hmm. the game has multiple stances on sexual assault mm-hmm. that range from 
isn't this good content to this is a bad thing. Uh-huh. And this felt like more on like Kahaku like playfully saying, Hey, did you sexually assault my sister? I hate that. That was my reading. And then uh-huh. and then literally like two lines later or something, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, did you hit her or something? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, that's yeah. Physical abuse I'm is still so... abuse. It's just yeah. a little less bad, I guess, than <laughs> Yeah, it's so we're on a hair trigger for no for like Tsukihime half baked like sexual assault com- topics. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Uh but yeah, Kyohaku gives him a very scary smile. Uh and he's like, Oh we yelled at me. I didn't touch I didn't do anything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Kohaku says that she's relieved because she was worried that you were going to be like Makihisa-sama. Okay, yeah, that's the thing that I was like, excuse me. Yikes! Coming yikes. from Kohaku, big yikes. I mean, like, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Why would she trust anyone? Yeah. Well, after all the stuff that she's been through, why would Kohaku trust anyone not to do that? And because- as we know from the end of the route, like, she did literally. She, like, protected Hisui at all costs to herself. Uh-huh. And so it would make sense that she is kind of like, you hurt her. What the f- did you do? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. If Shiki had actually hurt Hisui, I'm not sure he would live through the night. <laughs> she might not, no. like... If, like, if Akiha, like, was actually hurting Hisui, I'm not sure that she would be waiting for this, like, long, elaborate, like, plan. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, Shigi doesn't really totally understand the gravity behind the sentence that Kohaku just said. So he's like, what about Makihisa? Can I? Can you tell me more about that? She's trying to change the subject. Um, she says that, uh, oh god, and then she decides like, okay, I- I'll tell you, but please don't tell anyone else that we talked about this. Mm-hmm. And we get the information about Makihisa's deterioration after Shigi left. He would start ye- yell at Akiha. He would. She says that he would even abuse Hisui. I read Just, that as like yelling at. I figured, yeah. Because um, we know that he didn't do anything physical to her. Yeah. From the last route. That yeah. could have changed, but it, it doesn't, doesn't seem feel like, like the kind like of thing that looks like. Yeah. Um, this is. What's the. Um, one sec. Um, right. We did. We did get in Makihisa's diary uh-huh. that he was keeping around Shiki for a reason. Yeah. And it is fascinating seeing that, like, oh, huh, Shiki not being there, like, changed something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we're not really sure what's up with that. Yeah, there was... Some... I'm still not really sure what's Someone up with that. Someone said something about him being to, to ward something off. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did... It, yeah. This reads as like one. It's like okay, well, just time passed, and therefore Maki yeah. he's got worse. Yeah. But also, There's it reads as like where he said that like oh, can't take much more, and he can't. He's yeah. deteriorating, all that stuff. Um, but it also reads as like oh, you left, and then mm-hmm. like things got weird mm-hmm. or worse in a way and that he, like uh, you started were... to hate Makihisa after that moment too, and yeah. his son was gone yeah so could be a bunch of things there's a lot of like interlocking stuff yeah um let's see okay she said says that how 
Makisa told her that it was like he was watching a bad dream while he did bad things. Um, and the way she's describing this is very much uh, she's trying to convince Shiki that he's a mur- become a murderer. Uh-huh. It's very funny. She's like using coded words. She's she's like, hey, so that experience that you've had a whole bunch, I'm going to just literally describe that word for word. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she says that she's worried that Shiki may have inherited some of that mental mm. illness. Mm-hmm. Monster uh. disease. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, Kahaku truly is like we did. We do the no. It was Akiha was the gatekeep. Yeah. girl boss. Uh, gaslight. Gaslight gatekeep girl it, boss. It was gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Um, CL was gaslight. Akiha was gatekeep, and um, Yumizuka was girl boss, and the Neko arc was also there. <laughs> okay, well, we Kohaku didn't consider is, that Kohaku is Kohaku actually is all three. Is all three. <laughs> Real girl boss moments. Oh, Kohaku rules. Um. Yeah, having finished watering the seeds of doubt that she's planted in his mind, Kohaku goes to make breakfast, and Wait, Shiki is... What are, are those? They're probably Korean morning glories. Yes. Is that what she called them? Yeah. I was gonna... Yeah. They could also be watermelons. They could be yeah. cactuses. Cactuses? They're probably cacti, actually. Uh, Shiki is in, in shock, uh, and Kohaku walks him to the gate. Huh. Hisui's still mad. She still won't come out of her room. That's fair. Uh Hisui's also, Hisui's very cute and she's perfect and I love her. I know. No arguments. No one else agrees with me. No, 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 (laughs) no. Hisui is perfect and cute and wonderful and also has no desire to tear anyone's throat out with her teeth or claws. And so she's just, it's hard for her to compete with the other girls (laughs) in this game then. I know. Because they all want to do that. I know. I know I'm wrong, but Sometimes I love her. I just want vanilla ice cream, fan. <laughs> the way, when you put it like that, it feels like you're looking down on me. <laughs> uh, Kaku scolds him for not being more cheerful. I, it, Kaku's like, hey, Shiki, you should smile more. You'd be way prettier. <laughs> Shiki's like, she's like, I smile all the time, regardless of how I feel. <laughs> oh. oh, he tries to perk up for her, and it seems to make her happy. Uh, she's really just like falling apart in this route. Yeah, like, pl- trying it so took... hard and pushing herself in so many different directions that she's just gonna fall apart. It took zero effort to get her to just completely drop everything. Uh huh. Well, she hasn't dropped anything. She just is kind of trying to get him to unravel it. I I mean in terms of, like, she cannot keep the, like, oh, oh I'm a happy all the time persona going uh-huh. <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's it's interesting, because, like, his ver- the very act of, like, existing and looking at her uh-huh. was what fucked her up in the first place, right? Yeah. Was what stopped her from being able to completely shut herself out. Uh-huh. And now... That's all he's doing now. Uh-huh. He's like talking idly about a, a girl that he's wor- worried about. And it's not, he's not even talking about her, but he is talking about her. And it's just throwing her completely off. Uh-huh. Sending her into his, like haywire mode. Uh-huh. 
So the school day passes and Hiko never shows up. Ben? He notes that Onihiko is absent from school all day, and I was immediately the most terrified I've been in this game. Um instead, Arihiko's perfect. Um uh, I was so day, that Arihiko is dead, but the thing that happens next is very That cool. literally never crossed my mind. I was sure I was so um, worried that, that was gonna happen. The day passes without any trouble. Maybe he went on a trip? Arihiko didn't show up. Trip isn't a metaphor or anything. He does have this strange habit of spontaneously taking trips. It isn't anything cool like roaming the countryside on a motorcycle. He goes on sightseeing tours on weekdays with the old people. <laughs> That's the most incredible Arihiko. I am already deeply in love with Arihiko. And that's the most incredible thing that he just like, he just goes and hangs out with the elderly, <laughs> elderly on sightseeing tours. Uh-huh. Sometimes he skips school. The old people must love him. Yeah. It's so funny. Or alternatively, yeah, he's probably like the the exciting one. He's the mascot. Like, yeah. Um, he's the mascot of a traveling pack of sightseeing elderly folk. I'm sure that there's like the the you know, one grumpy guy who who's like always like, people. You should you should dress better. <laughs> and then like, you know, eventually don't, don't bleach your hair. <laughs> over the over the season of anime that uh-huh. this show is. Um Eventually, Arhiko like talks to him and uh-huh. like wins him over. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the old people are like, "We're old. Who cares about social norms anymore? We're old." Uh-huh. And yeah, the guy, the the newcomer to the 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 old folks' home is the one who's uh-huh. in trouble with Arhiko, yeah. and he comes around. This is the funniest shit in the entire world. <laughs> it's so good. Arhiko is really just living his best life. <laughs> Truly, an icon. Um. Apparently, he's been doing this since elementary school. <laughs> well, Shigi says, I've known him since elementary school. Uh, does he say, I've known him or I've known? Oh, no. Yeah, he does say, I've known since elementary school, but I've never completely understood his hobbies. What other hobbies does Arihiko have? Drinking. Drinking is the one. He's the delinquent. Of course he's yeah. drinking. But he must ha- And Shigi must understand that because... You get drunk because you get drunk, right? Yeah. It's because it's drinking. Yeah. Arihiko must have some other, like, you, bizarre... You said it like that, Ben? I don't understand anymore why people drink. <laughs> I don't either. That's the secret. Um, Arihiko goes to the arcade and wipes the sweat off of DDR players' heads. Oh. <laughs> That's one of his her- hobbies. I... Yeah. He also has, like, a little, like, like desk loom. Uh-huh. That he like makes the claws that he uses to uh-huh. wipe off the sweat uh-huh. with. <laughs> Are you rules? He's just the best, the secret best character in this game. Definitely best boy. Oh yeah, eh, I like. I have come around on Shiki. I've so come around on Shiki. Um, the first route. I really... like Shiki now. I'm not. I'm willing to be the Shiki defender now. I've come into my role. The first route is really like. It's super unclear how much of who he is is Roa versus who he as a person is. Uh-huh. Um, which made, gave me a really sour taste of oh, like, yeah. oh, I hate him. Yeah, he sucks at the beginning. Um, and then, yeah. His arc is really interesting, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it when we're doing our like wrap-up. Yeah. But I, I like Shiki. I've come around. Yeah. Despite everything, I like Shiki. <laughs> 
I like Shiki. I like Shiro. I still wish that they were girls. But... Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to get a girl Shiki. I know. You see, I didn't know this, but apparently uh, Sh- girl Shiki also exists in the Tsukihime timeline. That makes sense. So there's just two Shikis <laughs> who uh-huh. are unrelated, who both have mystic eyes of depth, death perception. Yeah. What's it with the name Shiki? I mean, the she is death. So <laughs> I wonder what what does what kanji does does Ryogi Shiki use? I do not know. I wonder if it's the same as his because we find out which kanji they like make a point of it this this route, which is really cool. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, let's uh, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Mm-hmm. So. Shiki isn't as worried as me about Adihiko because he's like going to feed ducks with the elderly. <gasps> um, returns to the I just, I'm just thinking of uh, we live in Boston now, or yeah, we live near Boston now. Um, there are those like double decker tour buses with someone uh-huh. standing at the front, being like, "And over here is like the Boston Public Gardens." I'm just imagining Arahiko like on one of those, just like you know, hanging out, mm-hmm. having seen it a hundred times. But he uh-huh. just likes he's like a volunteer, like chaperone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love him so much. Arahiko's so good. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so hard to go to a shitty friend in Stay Night because <laughs> we had a taste of the best friend in the world. <laughs> Adihiko has a similar energy to me to when I played Alan Wake and got to Alan's uh, agent, Barry, who is the most supportive man in the entire world, (laughs) who, like, flies across the country to come, like, rescue Alan and finds out that Alan's problem isn't just, like, emotional. It's that he's being hunted by the fucking devil. Uh (laughs) He's like, okay, man, I got you. (laughs) I'm here. We're in this together. I'm going to get you through this. And this is really beautiful. Is Alan Wake being hunted by the devil? Not really. It's it's like a manifestation of darkness. Okay. Uh, but like... I got like halfway through that game and then the, fell off. Yeah, yeah. The, once you get... Did you did you meet Barry? I think so. Barry gets so good. He carries <laughs> the game for me. We're going to play it together. And uh-huh. I will tell you why I like it. Okay. Yeah. I just... The problem with me mm-hmm. is that I'm very bad at games. I'm bad at pushing buttons bad at i'm good at thinking i'm okay at thinking you got a big little fox brain i'm just very bad at like the action of playing games Uh so there's too much fighting in that game and also that was a period where i was like no i have to play it on the hardest difficulty and also i'm going to look at a a guide to get all of the collectibles no i didn't do that i think i think that you can only play nightmare after you complete it once okay so like i was playing on normal or whatever Uh but Still, just like getting all the collectibles is Mis- like a miserable way to play that getting game. Getting all the fucking stupid pages of bad prose that Alan wrote. That's fine. At least there's something for you to read there. Uh-huh. The thermoses. The thermoses. Are the thing that is like, you get nothing for them. No. I mean, like, you, you Presumably. do, maybe? I don't think so. I don't think. It's just like purely just, yeah, uh-huh. miserable experience. Seeing all of that TV show would be good, though. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. That was the best. I enjoyed every episode of the TV show. Um, I can't remember what it was called. I wish that more games would just have a, like, please turn off collectibles. Ooh, that's interesting. 
I just, I know that if they exist, I will search for them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin my experience this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia mm-hmm. also ruined my experience with that game because every scene it was like, well, I, I can't keep going with the plot until I find the collectible in this scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go do that and like ruins the pacing. Mm. And Virginia is extremely a, like, oh, this is supposed to be like a lot of like little vignettes. And instead it was like, I spent half an hour searching this cave for the feather in there somewhere. Yikes. Um, anyway, <laughs> rant about collectibles. I hate collectibles. I like collectibles, but yeah, I get distracted doing collectibles and then I never finish the game. Yeah. Arihiko. Anyway. Arihiko would be the best agent you could have. Oh, Arihiko's so good. He's just a, like a really nice supportive guy. Exactly. That's... Uh, okay, so Shiki's not worried about him. Returns to the mansion and he's like starting to think about all of this shit that Kohaku was saying about Makihisa. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Oh, yeah, I had this interesting, uh, like, theory that maybe, like, by s- saying that he was abusing Hisui is her trying to... She can't admit anything happened to herself, but she wants to hint that he was abusive. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's just saying that. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, she did... He was her abusing the, the girl at the window. Uh-huh. Which he thinks is Hisui. <sighs> but, yeah, she can't... She If she admits that Makisa hurt her, she'll have a breakdown. Mm-hmm. She couldn't even admit it to Ikiha. She, like hinted at it to Akiha in some vague way that made Hisui discover Akiha discover what happened on her own. Yeah. Uh yeah, because once it starts coming out, it's not gonna stop. Yeah. So no one greets him at the door for some reason. Oh right, Hisui's mad at him. Yeah. We get choice one for the day. Grumpy Hisui. Been a bit since we had a choice, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't I think that the Wait, is there a choice on day four? Yeah, it's who to go help. Oh, right. Um, but mm-hmm. there's been a lot of text between then and mm-hmm. where we are now. We get a choice. He wants to find out more about what's going on. Does he go to see Kohaku or does he investigate Makihisa's room on his own? Let's investigate Makihisa's room. Then go back to it. And then go. Kohaku's the right choice. Right. This is Kohaku's route. It's Kohaku's route. We got a possible. I don't feel like this should be a choice. Like, the Kohaku scene is so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's important. It's also, yeah, it is, like, important to this route in a way that the Makahisa scene is not. Uh-huh. And I thought... There's something interesting that happens in the Makisa room. Yeah. This this choice Playing with expectations. slightly changes the scene a lot later. Uh-huh. In that I think that there's something extra said, or there's like extra detail added to a couple of sentences uh-huh. later on, but yeah. Kaku's the right choice. So we're going to look at Makisa's first and then go back. Yeah. Uh, Hisui's in there, of course. Yeah. She's acting normal, uh-huh. more or less. She's not mad at him, apparently. She, or she's gotten over it, she just didn't greet him at the door. Yeah. He asks if he can hang out. She's like, yes, but Akiha has the, key, uh, the keys, so I can't open anything if you want to get into anything. He's like, okay. And then immediately cuts open the desk drawer that he always cuts yeah, open. Yeah, that's a way more passive way. Like, last time, she said, you can look through stuff, just not any of the locked drawers. 
And this time it was, well, I can't open any of the locked drawers. <laughs> She's mad at Akiha, it feels like. Yeah. The maids are increasingly mad at Akiha because Akiha's not telling him to go back to the Adimas. Yeah. So he opens the desk drawer. He finds the family tree uh, with the names of the Tonos and also the Nania mm-hmm. name. Uh, he sees a vision of the night he was taken from his family and starts to have some kind of reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hisui is worried but doesn't get close to him. Uh, and he starts doing that thing where he's thinking about attacking Hisui. And then, Ben, Akiha shows up. What? Why is Akiha in here? This is a bit, Yeah. Good question. Why Another is she one here? Of those scenes where it's like you know what happens in the scene. Oh wait, no, Akiha's here. Uh huh. Something like that. I don't care why she's here because you know what she knew, Ben, what? is that that drawer was locked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wanted to talk about something regarding Shiki and Kohaku. With oh, Hisui. okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh huh. And then she sees Shiki standing there with the family tree and snatches it out of his hands immediately. And it's like you broke that fucking lock. <laughs> uh. He says that she can't do anything about it now, but that if he tries something like this again, she's gonna, he's going to be punished for it. And she gives Hisui a fucking stare of daggers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, oh, she looks just like she did in that dream that I had. Huh. And he can almost feel the heat. And he thinks mm-hmm. he sees red for a second. Hmm. Coming from her. Fascinating. Uh-huh. Akiha scolds Hisui for letting Shiki in here and orders her to send Kohaku up to her. Mm-hmm. And then leaves. Hisui said, tells Shiki to skedaddle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he does. That's the end of the Makihisa version yeah. of the scene. Or the Makihisa room. Thank God. Canonical choice. This fucking game. Yeah. I would, I would accept Shiki killing Makihisa. I would accept Kohaku killing Makihisa. That too. Um, <laughs> I, they both have valid claim on his life. Yeah. <sighs> Kohaku. I'm just glad he's dead. I don't want to see him. That's fair. Uh, go back to choice one. We see Kohaku instead. Oh, she's great. He knows that Kohaku is uh, a, a very leaky ship of information. Uh-huh. And he goes to see her in the back courtyard just in time to see her kimono vanish into the forest. And he's like, there isn't anything in that forest. I know that for a fact. Uh... And then he's like, well, thinking about it's making my head hurt. I'm going to go in after her anyway. Uh-huh. And then immediately finds his way to the detached house because his feet just sort of take him there when he goes. Detached building Sama makes her first appearance. <laughs> <laughs> he really, really, really doesn't want to go into that house. But momentum is a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. And he finds her in a Japanese style room in the back of the house. And she's like, oh, what are you doing here? Uh-huh. He wants to talk, but he doesn't want to talk here. And Kohaku makes this anxious face and is like, if you want to talk about Makihisa, it's better to do it here where we won't get caught. Because we're not supposed to talk about Makihisa. Kohaku is overjoyed to have a secret Mm -hmm. with Shiki. Yeah. She wants to spill the beans about this. Yeah. And yeah, it feels like she's equal parts like, okay, I finally get to unburden the trauma Mm -hmm. that I haven't been able to like explicitly tell anyone about in a long time and also i get to have a secret with shiki (laughs) it's so interesting how this like i remember the first time you get the choice between which maid to go ask like which 
made to go ask for information, right? Mm-hmm. And is this in the Ikiha scene, right? I think, or the Ikiha route. You go, and he like attacks one of the two maids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And with Hisui, it's the thing where he gets into the drawers in the room and he finds uh-huh. out he's not supposed to know. And Haku, she just starts talking. And she uh-huh. can't stop talking. And she gets really into it. And she, she like, is just like spilling all this horrible stuff. And he's like about to have a heart attack. And then he attacks her. And then he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And she's like, that was nothing. That's normal. Anyway, do you want me to keep talking? And it's just such a like unsettling scene. And it's so, like, at the moment, I'm like, oh, that's weird. That's weird the way that's written. And then by now, I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. That uh-huh. what incredible foreshadowing of what kind of person she is at this point. Uh-huh. She wants to, she like can't stop with all the gory details. Uh-huh. So, uh, let's see, let's see. Shiki doesn't want to hide things from Akiha, but yeah, Kohaku's just happy to have secrets. Uh, she tells him that the building is maintained because Akiha is fond of it, and that Makihisa had an adopted child who lived here. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, she starts to tell him about the child and how he died two years after being adopted, and Shiki's brain starts, like, ticking. Mm-hmm. And we get the CG of him and Akiha and the clearing his kids, the, like, the afternoon dream. Mm-hmm. And he's like, did I kill that kid? Did I kill the adopted kid? <laughs> Boss fight music. She starts spilling the beans about the Tono family's early deaths and such, and that they may have been serial killers before the war and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is where Kohaku watches the most disgusting grindhouse horror movies you've ever seen theory comes into play. Uh-huh. Oh, he's like, tell me more about Makihisa, and she like kind of hesitates, and then is like, okay, I'll give, I'll, I can talk a little more, and says that she took care of him in the years before he passed, and then we get the detail about him hurting himself and killing animals uh, on the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a yeah, there's a brief mention of um, it makes it Kaka makes it sound like a little bit like the the day that. Um, Shiki and and mm-hmm. uh, other Shiki kind of got into a fight. Mm-hmm. That's a nice way to put that. Uh, the the day that both of them died. Uh-huh. Um, uh, that that was the thing that made the maids think that the family is cursed. Uh huh. I think she then later the says servants. like more servants. The yes, maids. sorry. The maids knew. Um, yeah. Every servant in the house must have known what was happening to go. Yeah. Which is horrible. That's like one of the... There was like 10 people there. Uh-huh. Must have... They were all adults. They all knew. And it's just horrible. Awful. I used to feel bad that Ukiha canned them all, but fuck them. <laughs> um, right, right, right. So Shiki is like, oh, what if I am just like him? What if it, the same thing that's happening to happen to Makihisa is happening to me? And he kind of half faints. This is, yeah, this is another time where, like, Kaku is literally describing word for word his experience uh-huh. to him, but she's describing Makihisa. Uh-huh. And he's like, that is, uh, that's me. Uh-huh. And, like, it's working. And then Kohaku gets upset. She's, like, really concerned looking because she just doesn't have the stomach for this. When it comes to Shiki. I don't... I did not take this as... Yeah. Intentional. 
She's just describing, uh, like, he wanted to know about Makihisa. She's describing what Makihisa was like. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She doesn't know specifically, like, all of the... I think she's controlling a lot of his experience. That's fair. Oh, I don't know how much of this was her. It just feels very like she's doing a lot of things that are meant to guide Shiki into believing that he is just like his father and a killer and all this stuff so that he's willing to murder for her. But then when it actually starts to work, she starts to lose her nerve. I read this. That's how I read it. I read this as I am describing the experiences of Makahisa or as much as like I know about them and then she's watching the one person in the world she loves mm. more than anyone else fall apart mm-hmm. and she's like I, I just can't deal with this mm-hmm. I'm like yeah I'm I'm a doll I'm just like nothing but also I deeply care for this person and want them she to she can't admit that to herself but I think she knows. No, I don't think she... Even if it's just a... Yeah, she probably... She's like CL. Is like, this is just an act. Mm-hmm. Except but... she's she's the better CL. <laughs> CL can't fool herself. Kohaku has. And like, yeah. eventually it starts to break down. But okay. Kohaku, Kohaku is the one who can tell lies that can fool even her. I... Hmm... I don't know. It starts to unravel, but she's been very successful up to this point, is my point about Kohaku. I think Shigi being back is the thing. That's unraveling her. Yeah. Uh She's still functioning, though. Yeah. So she's still holding on to it. She's still holding on to, like, existing. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Which she can only do because she has a purpose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just think that, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's doing a great job of telling herself that she doesn't love him. (laughs) This one rude. Yeah, it really starts to fall apart here, which we will get to. Um, Let's see. And then suddenly time jump? Uh, No, no, no. no. We we haven't even said what's happening yet. She goes to help him to his feet. Uh, He's tasted blood, which is interesting. Oh, wait. Did you get way ahead of us? I... I haven't been following along with your notes word for word, so um, I got lost a little bit. Well, he um, got... Okay, okay. She talked about Makihisa. Yeah. Uh, he oh, half faints, kind of half falls faints. to the yeah. ground. She starts to help him to his feet. He tastes blood. Uh-huh. And then he falls the rest of the way over. Uh-huh. Um, he feels like he can't move. And that if he exerts himself at all, he'll pass out because whatever energy he has left is just keeping him conscious. Mm-hmm burning body uh-huh uh-huh um kohaku gets on the ground and lifts his head up into her lap to help the blood flow lap pillow um and i think yeah and then it's night then we- and we get an incredible cg uh-huh of of just kohaku looking down the saddest that she's ever been um i, I have that cg okay you want me to send it to you yeah yeah send me a picture uh, copy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She looks. There's a, a eyeless cheeky on her lap. Uh, She's looking down at him. The the lighting in the scene is pretty. There's a cute background. It's gorgeous. It it kind of mirrors like 
the first CG of her that we get mm-hmm. is her against trees with like light kind of streaking yeah, across yeah. her face diagonally. Uh-huh. And now it's light coming from behind her. Like she's casting a shadow kind of down. It's uh-huh. It's so good. It's good stuff. So they've been here for a while without mm-hmm. saying anything. Um she's worried that his body temperature is really low, and he's like, I'm just it's anemia, I'm used to it. Just let's stay like this a little longer while I recover. Uh-huh. Uh I couldn't sit on the ground like she's sitting with someone in my lap for very long. My legs would just give out the thing is is that i could do it for a very long time Uh i would just be deeply uncomfortable but i would be like it's fine because this is cute and wonderful that's probably where she's at yeah uh she asks him if he's scared about his health condition Mm -hmm. she knows a lot about him because the doctor sent all the files over a couple days before he came and um yeah, she says that he's wavering on the line of life and death, but is somehow able to live a more or less normal life. And she's like, most people in with a health state like you have would just be bedridden all the time. Uh-huh. And he says that her voice doesn't sound worried as much as it sounds angry. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Cares about him. Uh-huh. Um... She says she can't understand how he lives without fear when every single day he may just not wake up in the morning. Reminding us... Yeah, Shiki really could just die. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it's an interesting thing that it's easy to forget about Shiki, but his heart could just stop beating one day. And he knows this. Uh-huh. That's the thing. Shiki isn't this isn't a surprise to Shiki. He's known this since he was a child that every single day he could just die. Definitely like echoes of um I feel like I've used that a lot, but um yeah, of Shiki's conversation with Arcoid. Yeah, in the first What's route the point of, of like pointless things. Yeah, um, of like w- yeah, her thing is like, why live if you're not gonna like accomplish anything? Mm-hmm. Kahaku's like, how can you live when you when you're just gonna like keel over any day? Yeah. Um, well, it's all the same thing for him. He can't like if he's like, oh, I'm gonna work towards some important purpose. He could die before he gets it done. Yeah. So he might as well just live a life that makes him happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even um, if it seems small to other people, he knows how small everything is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how big your accomplishments, you're still going to die someday. Uh-huh. 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 Rough. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, his response is even more like, I don't, I don't know, God, dude. Like, I can't think about death all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, he says he's I, desensitized to it. Yeah. Like, is this where he says he's a puppet? He thinks about, he, he does some thinking about his eyes, and he's like, everyone says that I'm close to death, but I know the whole world could die uh-huh. at any moment from a little bit of pressure in the right place. Uh-huh. He says, uh, since I'm so close to death all the time, I can feel life more strongly. I know that living is happiness. Like you said, my body isn't that free. But with such a puppet-like body, I want to believe that even talking right now is a wonderful thing. Ben, mm-hmm. Kahaku's response is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. She just like quietly says, um, I see, your heart is free, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It describes, it says it, she says it as if she was singing. Which is an interesting oh, way. Huh. Um, mm-hmm. This is 
Oh. <laughs> sort of petting his hair while they have this that sad conversation uh-huh. about death. I mean, this is what I'm here for, honestly, is like I'm so here for the two of them just like talking Uh about what it means to be alive when you might die at any time. It's the same shit as we haven't gotten shit like this since the Arcoid route, pretty Uh much. Uh Uh-huh. But also, like, I think it's like for Kahaku, it's why why stay alive? Yeah, it's similar. It's like, Mm -hmm. why stay alive? You you're going to die anytime. I could mm-hmm. I I could get killed anytime. Like I don't and, and also neither of us really have freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're both stuck you're stuck in a body that you can't control. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck in this mansion. What's the point of being alive? Uh-huh. Uh and Cheeky's like, "Well, just being alive is great." And Cock uh-huh. is like, "Yeah. Yeah." Is it? Is it? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I've had a different experience than you, Shiki. So, her smile that I should be so used to seeing, but it seems like the first time, the first time I've ever seen her smile. Oh. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, she keeps stroking his hair. He's in her lap. Uh, he says it out loud that he feels like this is the first time we've seen her smile. And she's like, you must be sleepy. You must be, like, uh-huh. falling asleep, because I smile all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, he is sleepy. Uh, he thinks to himself that if this moment is making her smile, he'd be happy spending forever here. And he reaches out and strokes her cheek, and then pets her hair. And then, what happens? Kahaku, you came here ahead of me, Akiha says, <laughs> entering the room. Entering the room for her sexy blood-drinking scene. <laughs> oh... Shocked to I... find both of them. Kaku's fingers freeze and on his head. Then Kaku finally got something she wanted. Uh-huh. Like, it kind of, it a little bit fell into her lap. I don't think that she was like, I'm going to wait here at the edge of the trees until I no. sense yeah. Shiki, like, and then I'm going to disappear and he'll follow me. I definitely think but... that, I, I think that the way she describes things is pointed but she definitely didn't expect to be having this conversation now here yeah she's getting the futon ready for yeah how to drain her um and she yeah just to say like she couldn't have asked for this but if she if she could have asked for anything this might have literally been the thing (laughs) and then a kiha shows up (laughs) shiki shiki tries to explain what's going on he like jumps to his feet Suddenly, uh, uh-huh. weakness completely gone, which isn't helping his case. Uh, trying to explain that he collapsed and that was all that was happening. Uh, and then Akiha slaps Kohaku across the face. Uh-huh. Wow. It's bad when she does it to Hisui. It's worse when she does it to Kohaku. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's bad as an employer. It's bad as a friend. It's bad as a half-lover. <laughs> it's bad as uh-huh. everything that they are to each other. Uh-huh. And Akiha knows everything. <sighs> Awful. Uh, Kohaku stumbles backwards. Chiki starts to yell at Akiha. Akiha's mad that uh, Kohaku let him into this dangerous building. Uh, but obviously, we know what she's really worried about. She's, she saw like them having a tender moment, and she's like, "I'm not letting. I'm not gonna live stand for this." I think that this was the point where that got more clear to me. Uh huh. Like. You said it earlier, and I was like, "I listen. I, I'm on this podcast. I'm the, I'm the like, I'm, I'm 
I'm the dumbass for you to to to. You're the mascot character, fan. Sure, I I say things, the and then you're like, "Excuse me, uh, actually, here's what happened." <laughs> That's my role. I get it. Um, and but even I, at this point, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Oh yeah. It's so clear that Akiha is like mad that the two of them were touching. Uh huh. Yeah, she's in full brother complex mode. Uh-huh. Uh, he gets in the way. He's like, I'm the only reason that a Kohaku was here, like, doing this. Like, please don't blame her. Akiha gives him, like, this hateful stare. She's so mad. She's, she's mad now that he's going this far to protect Kohaku. Uh-huh. Uh, and for a second, he thinks he sees red. Hmm. And then she cools off. She backs down. And says, do not come back to this building. Mm-hmm. And she tells Kohaku and him to get to the mansion. And then leaves. Mm-hmm. Shiki turns to Kohaku with concern. Uh, Kohaku's head is still down. And when he asks if she's okay, she just like swivels back up with her normal smile. In the creepiest way possible. Uh, I w- and says, why wouldn't I be? Kohaku's perfect. I love her. I just... It's such a joy every time we see her actually smile. Uh-huh. And then it just it's just a Gone. in such a flash. Stabbing my heart. It's... Kohaku does not have mystic eyes of death perception. Uh-huh. She has mystic eyes of like emotional distress. <laughs> it's it's always good to know that Shiki can at this point recognize when he's getting something like a genuine smile out of her, mm-hmm. right? But he can't recognize a fake smile. He looks at her at this moment. He's like, it doesn't look forced. She's not faking this smile. It doesn't look like a hollow smile. Uh-huh. It's just a normal smile. <laughs> I lo- that's a good detail. Like, he can't... No one can tell that it's fake when she's doing it right. Yeah. She got very good at it over uh-huh. the past eight years. Uh-huh. Um, it seems like she just flipped a switch and was good at it. Yeah. Is an interesting thing. What do you mean? Well, I guess that doesn't come to later. It was like one... When she was talking to Hisui, it was like one day. She told Hisui that she would replace her, and then she was smiling, and Hisui like, was taken aback by how happy she looked. Okay. I read uh, that as like over a period of time. I think that was like a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or like a very short amount of time. Maybe not a day. Yeah. But like, she didn't need much practice, because she uh-huh. was just watching the whole time and learned it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Creepy. Poor girl. Perfect. <laughs> Love her. So, Shiki's a little stunned that she has had has no emotional reaction to being hit, and she says, don't come back here, because Akiha caught us here, and we'll get in, like, serious trouble if she catches us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does, she leaves. He doesn't go back yet. The vibes are terrible. Rancid, Ben. Rancid vibes. Rancid vibes. Akiha doesn't come to dinner. Gohaku cooked, uh, and then he went to his room. He lays down in bed. He thinks about how, like, quickly he's been falling asleep lately, after dark, and passes out instantly. I wish that could be me. Uh, but, like, it's so hot. Mm-hmm. He's so thirsty. Shiki's a vampire now, Ben. We're back in town. A flash to town. Uh-huh. Uh, it's very similar to the the very first like town on the town dream where mm-hmm. he like looks in a mirror and sees his face 
Although in this case, he describes his face as like feverish instead of deranged. He calls it, he says mm-hmm. before that it looks like the face of an insane person. Terminology. Uh-huh. Uh, he finds a girl, knocks her out, and carries her away to school. Doesn't kill her. Uh-huh. Well, carries her away to the killer's lair. Uh-huh. Uh, in a classroom, he starts munching on girl meat. Yeah? Seems like it. Definitely bites her. Yeah. Bites. I just uh, also... Yeah. Never mind. You want to read this line? Um, the night is deep. Above my head is the silver eye bearing witness to my sin. Poetic. Rules. Uh-huh. Great. Yeah, short one. That was it. Day six. End. Okay. Outro. Um, what do we say in our outro? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Uh, uh, Fen, where can we people find you on the internet? Oh, reminder that we're getting real close to that Q&A episode <laughs> about... We are really getting... If you got any questions about uh, about this game, about this route, about, comments about our podcast, yeah. praise that you want to lavish on us, anyway. all of that stuff. Crying rules actually at gmail.com. Is it that? Or is it just crying rules? I think our Twitter's crying rules. We should have standardized this. Yeah. It was it's hard because there's different character. We could have also gotten Moon Archive at gmail.com, but Yeah, but technically this is the Crying Rules production. Yeah. That was us trying to be orderly. One second. It's our email for questions is cryingrulesactually at gmail.com. Cool. And you can also DM us on Twitter, but you know, easier to it's better. Easier to keep track of email questions. Yeah, because we can just tag them. Um, thing. Put like questions, Tsukihime questions in the subject line or something. Yeah. Um, crying rules. We got a little on flex. Twitter. Yeah, we're at crying rules. Oh yeah, we've had some great questions so far. Yeah, can't, I can't wait, wait to get to that episode and like dive into those. Uh huh. Um. We're probably going to have two episodes for the Kohaku route. Well, uh, and then two a- and then a conclusion. Yeah. We'll see when that conclusion gets released. Might be that you get three episodes three weeks in a row. Uh-huh. Might be the normal, depending on how long it is, I think. Might be yeah, the normal how- every two weeks. We're behind schedule on produ- on like producing this episode. We're first Kohaku recording episode. this episode like five days, six days before we need to have it done. And it's not a short podcast to edit. No. <laughs> um, what else do we say? I'm at, at Fennec underscore Fox or F-E-N-I-C dot M-O-E. If Fennec you want it. HTTPS colon backslash backslash F-E-N-I-C dot. It, wait, HTTP colon. Hover redirects don't work for, over HTTPS. What? I've been speaking an alien language now. I don't anyway, understand. Just type in FENIC.MOE into your address bar in your favorite web browser and you will find my glorious Twitter. Uh-huh. This is it's not actually that great. It's just a lot of like <laughs> fate fan art. And tweeting about how bad you are at Melty Blood. Yeah, those are the, the two genres of tweet. Um <laughs> uh, you can genres. find me at uh at Ben Ends on Twitter or my not safe for work writing at Doom Gender. I on Ben Ends tweet a lot of um 
tweet a lot of uh, dumb jokes about Fate, Fate Go events that are happening. I should do more of that. I'm just, like, in, my instinct is never to go to Twitter. <laughs> That's a better instinct, fun. It's always to, like, post in a DM. Oh. Or... I don't like to bother people, so I don't talk to people. I just put it on Twitter, and if anyone wants to talk to me about it, they can come to me. Or, like, both of us are in the Waypoint Fate Go server. Uh-huh. And, like, and the abnormal mapping. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to abnormal mapping for le- letting oh, us yes. post anywhere near them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've had, we have both had interactions with the hosts of abnormal mapping where. They're very cool. Yeah. No, both Em and Jackson are great. Uh, it's just like a. We have very different opinions on some things. <laughs> um, yeah. They're not fate people, for one. Thank you for abnormal mapping for having us. Uh huh joy to be here um go listen to other abnormal mapping stuff great gundam project novel not new is great mm-hmm. abnormal mapping the podcast is not enough people listen to that mm-hmm. rules gravity rush is fun as hell play gravity rush play gravity rush play, play hime play tsukime okay but also play gravity rush <laughs> if you're gonna play two play one because i played one years ago mm-hmm. um playing two now and there are a lot of characters who they expect you to have an emotional attachment to uh, who i am staring at and going who are you and get ready for us to be on to a different game soon no tsukime's almost over what will we do ben uh fucking plus disc and kigetsu Toya okay and yes. the old melty bloods and then I'm, stay nice i'm so curious what old melty blood looks like like i was so ready to be like okay just hand the controller to ben be like please play through the story for me because i'm never going to be able to and now you're um, into type lumina we're not playing the story mode to type lumina yeah we don't know how yeah we're gonna play that when we get to it yeah. years um but it rules like fighting games are fun as hell as it turns uh-huh. out and so i'm excited to to both competitively battle Ben and also play through the story mode and see like what is this game about uh-huh i was definitely worried about like oh no there are endings that you can only get by like winning every match uh-huh. and at this point i'm like yeah i could probably like it might take a bit mm-hmm. i might have to try a couple of times but i could probably make yeah. it through doable yeah uh we got anything else i don't really know one day let's meet in the digital wait, wait, wait. i was gonna say something about what what days we're gonna cover next time but i think we're gonna have to tweet or we're gonna have to like put that in the description or something because we have to see if we can actually cram the rest of the description into because there's a lot left to this game fan <sighs> we're like halfway done with your notes yeah i know but the, these are always back heavy I know, but also we only have five days left. Yeah, you're Seven, probably eight, right. nine, ten, eleven. So, uh, barring unforeseen circumstances, we're probably going to cover the rest of the Kohaku route. Yeah. In this next days episode, seven through eleven, and then and we then will the cover epilogue. The epilogue. Yeah, we'll cover the epilogue next time, probably, and then we'll do our wrap up and also talk about the extra thing. Oh. Huh. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we're not going to talk about the extra thing next time, right? No. Okay. We'll just cover through the Kohaku epilogue. Yes. Okay. We really need to put out that spreadsheet. 
we are as soon as we're done recording our q a episode uh-huh. ben and i are going to sit down and talk through what we're covering and what we're not uh-huh okay Sounds good. cool do it one day let's meet in the digital sea